0: I was about to do the "What's Up, Guys"
1: intro.
2: Right. I well, we're synced up. The, yeah, we're this is up? this is all you, Kyle. This is your all movie. right.
0: All right, let's do it. Uh, up, have we already done a "What's Up, Guys"?
2: I, I did, we but I don't it think. It, yeah, I don't think it made the cut. All right, I don't even remember what episode that was for either. All right, hold up. I'm gonna do the. That
3: was for episode <clears>
2: four. If
0: someone could narrate the pictures that are happening for the listeners.
2: Uh, Kyle's spinning in his chair. He's he's looking at his desk.
0: What's up, guys? Uh, Welcome to Keto Clash Episode 6.
1: Yeah? Yeah, this is 6. Episode 6. Kyle, can I give it a shot? Kyle, Kyle, can I give it a shot?
0: Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Do you want Ryan to narrate what's happening again? Okay. Now, Alex is actually off screen right now. He's going to be returning shortly, I think. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. Quiet theater. Here we go. What's up, guys? (laughs) Welcome back to this week's episode of Kino Clash.
2: (laughs) For those of you at home, Alex came from the right side of the screen, panned over, and screamed into the mic. What's up, guys?
0: I
1: super peaked my microphone.
0: Oh, I I, yeah, same. Well, um, cool. Two out of four. Ryan, Brendan,
2: make it happen. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's 10 30 already. Make Third it happen. To to I've already done my What's Up, guys. I, if yeah, anything, but you haven't done Grint a cool
0: do physical performance of it. I don't have anywhere to go. My camera picks up my whole room. I don't want to uh, do this. Dude, you have the magic of camera in front of you. You can make it look like you're coming upstairs.
2: Oh, you're right. I can't. <laughs> All, right. All right, fine. <laughs> I, I guess
0: I should narrate this one. Uh, Ryan has left the frame. We don't know where uh, he is at What's this that, point.
1: What's that, mom? I'm um, I, I, I... Pretending, like, pretending like his mother's calling him upstairs.
0: Oh, oh, Here he's he's upstairs. walking up a set of What's stairs. What's up,
1: guys? Welcome to the
2: next episode of Kino Clash from the basement. <laughs> Brendan. All right, Brendan, you don't have a camera on, so you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have um, to narrate yourself.
3: Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, guys?
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. Well, that probably wasted uh, a lot of people's time. Um, I mean, anyway.
2: I started recording before we did that, and I'm only at three minutes, so if they I... don't have three minutes to kill, then what are they doing here in the first place? What you know are what I'm they? <laughs> um,
0: okay, welcome to episode six of Kino Clash. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, last name redacted. This week, <laughs> we are talking about number 10 seed, The Great Waldo Pepper versus number seven seed, Smoke Signals. Um, Great Waldo Pepper is my 10th pick. Smoke Signals is Brendan's 7th. And in this episode that we are about to get to right now, we are talking about The Great Waldo Pepper. Um, let me go You're ahead. talking
2: very slow this evening.
0: Uh, you know, I mean, I uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm very frazzled. I wasn't put together. Uh, You're but trying okay. to get
2: yourself a little more time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, it didn't work because I didn't even look up The Great Waldo Pepper while I was doing it. But now I'm doing it. Okay.
2: I have it pulled up.
0: Well, I want to read it.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm just stating that I'm more prepared than you, as all. All right, the great. You
0: can hear my keyboard in the background. Brendan's going to have a great time <laughs> editing that. Great Waldo Pepper. I always IMDb.
2: hear your keyboard.
0: That's because I got them clicky keys, baby. All right. Uh, IMDb description for the Great Waldo Pepper. After World War One, an ex pilot takes up barnstorming, and Chance meets a former German ace fighter pilot with whom he co-stars in Hollywood war movies depicting aerial dogfights. That might be the most inaccurate description (laughs) we've read so far.
1: They Uh, went from the first five minutes to the last 20 minutes.
0: (laughs) And it didn't
2: get it right. It says multiple movies
1: that he's in. Yeah, just that
2: one. Okay. uh, Letterboxd is better if you want to read that one. You go ahead and take it. Okay, it's, it just says, a biplane pilot who missed his flying in World War One takes up barnstorming and later a movie career in his quest for the glory he had missed. All right, that's, that's better. better. Yeah, that's better.
0: Um, basically, Great Waldo Pepper is... Exa- barnstorming was this act of, after World War One, people who learned how to fly planes for the first time ever in history uh, came to the U.S. and no one had seen planes before. And so you could make a lot of money off of simply having an airplane and just flying it around. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's basically it's a little movie about post-war America in the Depression uh, right in the 30s. And just, uh, well, I won't get too much into it. So let's go ahead and I want to I want to get. I, I think probably our two new viewers first, and then I want to hear Brendan's second take on this because uh, mm. uh, me and Brendan over the summer had quite the tiff over the Great Waldo Pepper. But yeah, let's go <laughs> so, ahead and hear Ryan and Alex's takes so, first.
2: So my process of elimination, yeah, it's me and Alex. Um, I guess I can kick us off. Uh, I liked it. I I thought it was entertaining. I had issues throughout, but. The parts that I did like kind of balanced out pretty well to a point where I'm willing to say it was good and not too much more than that. I I, I thought it was good. The things that I did like... Yeah, I I think it outweighed the bad things, but there were bad things. So that's all I'll say for now. Oh,
1: boy. (laughs) Um, Hold on, I I just want to say that was
3: probably the least detailed... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm
1: about to go along the same lines. Um, Ugh. I'll also say that that I liked it. Um, really nothing that I particularly dislike. Actually, that's not true. I did not like the ending. Um, I don't like at all how it how it wrapped up. But everything else leading up to it, it was a lot of fun. Um, Robert Redford was pretty great. Was Walter Pepper, very entertaining. The dog fights and all the the plane sequences sequences super cool to watch. Uh, I loved how like, I mean, it was all done for real. So I just thought that was super, super cool to see and the kind of uh, stunts they would do on that. Um, yeah, no, it was a good movie. I liked it. Let's get the uh, the the
2: the dislike Hot out of the her. way first. Kyle, you go last. So Brendan, okay. go ahead.
3: I don't know why the the assumption is I didn't like this. Movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't.
0: I never said you disliked it. I said we had a tiff. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy this movie. This movie's a lot of fun. I like, I don't know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of charm to it uh, in, a, in a much more grounded way than something like uh, the Rocketeer has charm. you know, like even the opening where it's like him messing around with the other pilot and you know, like having the kid go get him gas and, and all that stuff. It's kind of charming like the whole movie is very charming and i to me at least i think that as the movie like as the movie continues on the tone kind of starts shifting and going all over the place and getting really wild like there's some some just genuinely like kind of horrifying stuff in this movie that this movie's rated pg yeah but like there's like stuff towards the end of the movie that's just like not what you sign up for in the first you know hour, yeah, so that stuff kind of uh shakes me when when I watch this movie, um but I still you know I still like it, I think Robert Redford's great, and I think all the actors are are great it's it's always good to see Margaret Kidder and something America's Lois Lane you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright, all right. yeah, I'll, uh, so I, uh, we've pushed this recording back quite a bit, um, I had the opportunity to watch it Tuesday, but I wanted to watch the World Series finale instead, um, and just in you general, watch I'd watch baseball. this movie, what'd you say? You don't watch baseball? I got into it last year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Also, Alex, you want to get a fan. little closer to your mic? My input volume's really, really low. I mean, yeah. Do, do what you gotta do to figure that out, but you're a little quiet for me anyhow. Um,
3: Told you to turn it up.
0: Okay. All the way. <laughs> anyhow, sorry. That was to say, I was really kinda, like, putting off watching this, because I'd watched it recently, and kinda similar, like, with Donnie Darko for Ryan, probably. This was one of those I was like, I like this movie a lot, but uh, I'd for. It definitely like coming back to it. I was like, eh, you know, there are definitely parts I am not looking forward to again. Uh, but I turned it on, and the opening sequence to this movie might be my favorite of any movie, and it just got me right back into it immediately. Of you immediate, it sets up everything you need to know about the time period. In the first five minutes. Uh, There's a little boy. Who has a dog. And he's by a creek. And he hears an airplane. And he loses his mind. And he has to go hunt for the airplane. He's like where the heck is this airplane? Uh, The great Waldo Pepper lands. And the first words out of his mouth are. Hello good people. Um, And then it's just this. This sequence of Waldo Pepper. Taking people up in his airplane. uh, Which is just perfectly complemented by the Harry Mancini score. I don't think there is a more whimsical score I am aware of like any anytime <laughs> the music is playing I'm like, yeah, this makes me feel like I'm on a magic carpet ride like it's just it it screams just aviation. Um, and yeah no I, I I'm literally just smiling like a goofball. At the first five minutes. Because it is. I, I Brendan hit the he- nail on the head. And we talked about this in The Rocketeer as well. This era of doing things. Is just charming. To me. Uh, it is. And everything about this movie. Is charming. Uh, where. We got into a tiff over the summer. Or at least one aspect of it. And I do see where I was wrong in this. Uh, a little bit of background. I know I'm talking a lot. Uh, a little bit of background. This is my dad's favorite movie. Uh, he showed it to me probably six years ago or so. And to him, it is a feel-good movie. And to me, it is also a feel-good movie. Um, this is, if I am if I am having a down day, <laughs> this is a movie I put on. It, it, I love it. Um, and it's not even like, oh, I, I need to watch a good movie. It just makes me feel better. Uh, now... I told Brendan and other colleagues this over the summer, and we watched it. And then I realized how telling someone going into this movie it's a feel-good movie, and then watching a man have to bludgeon his best friend to death because his <laughs> best friend doesn't want to burn alive, uh, could be construed as not a feel-good movie. But I'll leave <laughs> well, that up to the I, listener. I mean,
3: I mean, Kyle, I would say that watching a movie where someone... Uh, is adi- like is facing a, a sort of addiction to adrenaline almost. And this sort of ch- chasing the high of, of extreme flight leads them to destroy their entire livelihood and personal life. Uh, mm-hmm. and then ultimately resulting in the death of their friend, uh, <laughs> and a violent explosion uh, and then you know, to an extent, potentially their own death. S-
2: You're cer- I totally certainly agree
3: with you, not bro. a a feel good movie.
2: <laughs> I I didn't get feel good movies since at all. In fact. <laughs> up until the point where you know if we haven't said it yet spoilers up to the point where he does bludgeon his friend who just got in a plane crash yeah i'll set the scene
0: on this real quick waldo's bit so this is after another horribly sad part in the movie when waldo's best friend's uh girlfriend falls to her death off a plane because they were trying to do a reckless stunt and waldo is grounded by the faa uh so his best friend uh, decides he's going to try and do this stunt that's going to put him on the map. His best friend isn't as good of a pilot as Waldo. His best friend crashes. Um, and then Waldo sprints out there, and so do all the uh, the fairgoers, because there's no rules at this point. Uh, Wal- his friend's still alive after this plane crash. Waldo goes out there. He's trying to save his friend. All these people go out there, and they're fucking useless, and they're smoking cigarettes. Um, and then the friend goes waldo they're smoking tell them to go away um, and then one of the cigarette ashes hits the ground where there's now a bunch of gasoline and the friend gets lit on fire and in his last moment is screaming to his best friend Waldo don't let me burn don't let me burn in which case Waldo picks up a 2x4 and bashes his best friend's head in just to just to set the scene cause I this is one of my favorite scenes in all of movies so I really mm. and
3: I watch this event. and I go oh, my bad day is over <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: No, I was watching to up until this point, and quite frankly, if the movie would have ended at that point, I would have been happier. And watching up until that point, I was actually getting kind of Uncut Gems vibes in the fact that you're watching this flawed protagonist, and even though he's like clearly not any sort of uh, aspirational figure, you're still kind of rooting for him. Like He takes the pilot's wheels off his plane, and basically just forces him to crash. And so you're watching him and it's like, uh, well, you know what, he's not the nicest guy, but at least he's he's motivated and he's getting what he wants. <laughs> and so it was funny to watch that. And he was a charming guy, even if he was a liar, even if he was kind of manipulating people. Even if, he, up, if, the,
3: even if he had stolen valor.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I thought his character was really, really interesting. And then I was on board with that, and like I said, it was much like Uncut Gems with, Adam Sandler being just like totally kind of like irredeemable but you're still rooting for him. It was the same thing. I I was rooting for him despite the fact that he was clearly a very uh not disturbed fella, yeah. <laughs> and so for that fact alone I wouldn't say it's a feel good movie. I think that pretty much instantly disqualifies it, but at any rate I pretty much lost faith in him after he flew a plane into a crowd of people. In a manic storm, and from yeah. That point, okay, this is interesting because
0: this is something Brendan picked up too, and I am a hundred and fifty percent behind Waldo in this moment of the movie.
2: He wow. already killed his friend. Why does he need to fly a plane at bystanders who didn't even know
3: any better?
0: Because he's they're just sitting anger. there
2: watching his friend burn to death.
3: But yeah, he's already so dead. I I understand. So I understand that he's flying the plane to try and clear the bystanders. Out of the area, <laughs> they're already um, dead,
2: though. <laughs> or he's the guy's well, already
3: dead. Well, no, because like the I think doesn't the plane explode or or there's a risk that there's a that there could be further. No, it doesn't no, explode
2: not. at all. He just flies it at him in a fit of rage. It's like, yeah, he totally I mean, loses all relatability I could, in that moment.
3: I, I I remember I remember Kyle and I up very late screaming <laughs> about this movie. And I remember one of the things is that 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 Kyle was saying at least was that. He was trying to clear the bystanders away from the uh, away from the crash, um, and I said, "Well, there's about a thousand ways you could do that that's okay, not no, flying a
0: plane." Yeah, it, it, that sounds like probably more of a Christian argument because I, I I don't. He's not doing it for their safety at all. He's doing it because they're he's he's throwing a hissy
1: fit. No, no, uh, I for see, sure buy that. Oh, he's I trouble. for sure yeah. buy I'm him. Sure flying it into the crowd because a they caused his friend to burn technically with the the cigarette ashes and he's just so overcome with sadness and anger like and the only way and the, the thing he knows how to do best is fly a plane and so he's gonna use it as a weapon
2: he's gonna kamikaze their asses
1: and he wasn't purposely <laughs> trying to hit anybody he was just well, he, was, them.
0: he was especially trying not to hit people he was just trying to scare the shit out of them and get them away
2: yeah it
0: just so like, i for
1: it, sure buy it
2: I it I did not buy. It. I just thought it made no sense and yeah, it totally lost all relatability. Like a character can be flawed without flying an airplane into a crowd of people. See, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I after completely, he already killed somebody.
3: I completely bought that scene. A hundred percent. Like I bought that he would do that, but that's because I to me, that entire movie is watching someone you know, it's like it's like watching what, uh falling down you know just like i'm watching a man lose his mind on screen because like the second he is the second he is like more concerned about like getting his his ability his pilot's license uh suspended than the woman who just died like then i'm like oh this guy's a little yeah this guy's a little unhinged but and then he's Acts unhinged.
2: That's kind of why I'm saying if the movie would have ended there and it was like this terrible downfall, I would have been fine. Like, if it would have ended there, I would have been fine. But, like, after that point, I can't really apologize for him anymore. And if I don't like the main character anymore and nothing else is that spectacular, the movie just got really boring until, like, the last dogfight scene for me.
3: Yeah. No, I agree. Because, like, at that point, you're watching almost wish fulfillment for this guy uh, who is really like a really bad guy and you watch him endanger his friend who's who who has a life and is yeah. happy you're, wait, you're wait, are we talking endanger- axel
0: or ezra i
2: think we're talking axel right the axel one who whose wheels okay. he took off at okay. the beginning yeah yeah right
3: he, yeah. axel axel is is happily what getting married he's got like a a stuntman job he just got his pilot's license back he's got a sweet life yeah uh, <laughs> and waldo pepper is just like yo man let's let's do this illegal thing though can we help it's me, not illegal help me break for axel
2: it's not illegal for axel
3: it's illegal for for axel to lie to the faa
2: and help him yeah he's not a good friend
3: <laughs> no he's a, ter- he's a
0: selfish self-centered this jackass is... so this is what me and brendan got into the tift of over the summer yeah uh, Kyle
3: wants to be Waldo pepper and I insisted <laughs> that that is a terrible aspiration
0: and this is, this is why I, my, I why I keyed in so much in the Rocketeer discussion because as Brendan describes Cliff in the Rocketeer I describe Waldo in this movie yeah I think he is yeah, stupid and- but when he has the chance to do good he
2: usually takes it Kyle that is I don't not know even true. That. I don't think that's true. That's not Kyle. even true. Kyle.
3: Cliff does more directly good things for no like
2: <laughs> I would I I like Waldo better, but I would say that Cliff is the more objectively good character.
0: Oh, I, I without a doubt, my argument basically falls on I don't think Waldo is a bad person.
3: I think Waldo's okay? a a bad guy. <laughs>
0: I, so what what we mostly got into was Waldo, it, Brendan's big thing is this woman's just died. And Wal- the first thing that Waldo is concerned about is, well, I'm losing my pilot's license. My counter that, to this is, I that's agree. not, I, my counter I is wrote that Waldo is upset because he tried to do the right thing and is being punished for it. Because if he doesn't go up there to try and save Susan Sarandon, he still has his pilot's license.
2: I'm I'm with Brendan on this one. That was one of the things I wrote down was... Uh, let's see. I wrote... She dies and he acts like the victim. Yeah. That was one of my notes.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, especially when you see Axel, who legitimately is, like, fucked up. He's like, I don't even want to fly again. Like, oh, my God. Like, a, a woman died. Like, I oh my God, like he's disturbed by the events. Yeah. And And, he's, he's
2: fine to take the, the sentencing basically that they lay upon him to not fly for those years. And then after some time has passed, he's like, all right, I'll pick up the reins again. I think yeah. I Waldo just comes off as really selfish. Um, But, but again, after that point, he becomes unrelatable to me.
0: So how do you reckon with, because again, he says at multiple points, I don't get it. I was trying to save her. And that's, Hey, so do you, Wal- do if Waldo him? doesn't get in the plane and try to save Susan Sarandon, he doesn't lose his pilot's license. Newt says, "You're, you, we have to ground you because you were involved in this accident." Um, and Waldo it repeats multiple times. He's like, "Why am I grounded?
2: I was trying to save her." I've, I don't know. I mean, what is this a philosophical debate? I think I think that's no, correct. no. It's
0: just a matter of like I. It, 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 I, I see where Waldo's coming he from. He was moment. endangering uh,
3: more people. He he made an accident that was only involving one airplane with two people into something that was involving two airplanes and four people, all the while yeah. above and near a a major populated area. I mean, if things go wrong when Waldo goes up there, it's not just yeah. it's it not just a, Axel I, I, and Susan Okay, Sarandon okay, died. and again, let it's, me
0: get it straight real quick. I'm not I'm for. I'm not arguing in favor. I'm saying I see where he's coming from. Of he, well, yeah, if he he could have just sat if, there like Dillhofer and everybody else and been like, yeah, oh shit, I mean, they're if, fucked." But instead, he said, "No, let's go. Let's try and do something."
3: If you're a, if you're a, I don't know, like if if you're a self-centered person, yes, in the event of someone dying because of the actions of you know your company and your traveling circus you know if, if you're very self-centered you'd look at that as well i at least try you know i tried to get her out of the tiger's mouth you know it wasn't my tiger wasn't my wasn't my show but i still jumped in there and, and tried to wrestle her out of the tiger's mouth why but there am I was a
2: tiger punished? is the point yeah and the point is
3: <laughs> he also brought another dude with him to go deal with the tiger well, that's because he needed someone to fly life. the plane.
0: He couldn't have done it if there wasn't another guy.
3: Well, but that's the that's the whole thing is that he he made something that was already a big deal, like a, a big danger, a, an even bigger danger.
0: Well, what was the alternative?
2: They just keep flying and try to land. I don't know. That, I mean, no, they say they can't do that. They
0: say they cannot land with her on
2: the wing. They will both okay. die. I take, no, I take I take mean, his point, but he made this big stunt and spectacle out of it, and it was dangerous, and like to say, Well, I don't I don't see what was wrong
3: with that. Well, well no, but see that's another he didn't died. make the stunt. But if but that's but <laughs> But that's the thing. Like this was a this was a decision made by the group. You know, obviously It was not made by the group, horseshit. No. They're trying
0: they, to convince Mary Beth all... and Mary Beth gets super into it and says, yes, yes, yes I want my name bigger than anybody else's, okay? I'm gonna pick the clothes, I'm gonna be in charge of the stunt, and she's super excited to do it.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And then but she freezes up a, and from that point. Yeah, it's still the Yeah, it's still the group's decision to let her go through with it. It's not she's not flying the plane. You know, well at, is, what you, at what point do you
0: at what point do you respect searches. her autonomy and say, all right, if you want to do this? You know, the boyfriend is tri- Axel's trying. He's saying, "Hey, I don't want to do this," but after she's really into it, he's like, "All right, yeah, let's give it a go."
3: Once again, if my if my toddler really wants to drive a car down the street, I just because they're real jazzed about it doesn't. Brendan be like, thinks women the have
0: the mental equivalency of toddlers. This just <laughs> no. I think Brendan think thinks I, women I, have the mental man. equivalency
3: of toddlers. I I think that I think that. <laughs> just because somebody wants to do something dangerous and they have the the confidence to do it doesn't mean that they should be allowed to do it, and it doesn't mean that the group of people who are involved in this decision should let them do it. I mean, there's, like, what, eight people involved in the coordination of this stunt, you know, both on the ground and in the air. Uh, you know, it's not like Axel and and, and uh, Susan Sarandon are going up there without anybody else knowing, you know. They, they they've definitely planned this and discussed this as a group. And they said, yeah, we want to advertise our circus this way. And I... the second they agreed to do that, they, as a company, took on the risks involved with that particular stunt. And yeah. once Waldo and the other guy whose name I forget go up there and add more risk they are be they were they are taking a one plane maximum accident and making it potentially two planes
0: brendan the other option is they die
2: she dies only she. no
0: no both
3: or yeah it's
0: either she she just falls off the plane or she kills both herself mm -hmm. and axel those are the other options how does she kill axel because they say you can't land the plane with her on the wing it'll cartwheel well
2: see kind of my standpoint is they've run into this situation and no matter what you call it it is an accident nobody Mm -hmm. intended it and if your first question is well why are you punishing me and not recognizing that this is a freak accident and accidents have consequences if your first thought is of yourself and why you're being punished for something that nobody can control you're probably not looking at the whole situation in the perspective (laughs) And that's where I lose, that's where I lose relatability with Waldo. It's like, if this yeah. happened, any normal person would be like, all right, maybe we need to take a step back, evaluate, and pick this up another time, like Axel does.
3: Yeah, and like, the, the guy who's running the circus, he's told, you can't do this anymore. I mean, he's not sitting there, like, he, obviously he wasn't up in any of the planes, but he's still being punished for the facilitation of this terribly dangerous stunt. And the allow and allowing it to continue,
2: it, it's it's fine that you think he's justified, Kyle. It's just that we don't think he's. I, we just think it's kind of a not totally.
0: I, and uh, so I, I don't think thing. he's justified. Okay, I'm just saying I don't think it's for me. I'm not sitting here and I'm like, oh, this guy. Like i I can very clearly see the mindset that he gets to that point. But absolutely
3: yeah but that's but that's the difference is that if he if he took it like a champ and he was like i guess that's kind of a bad way to phrase it but if he if he accepted like axel did the overall like issues with what occurred and his culpability in that and he was like yeah you know this was a mistake i fully accept i'm a I accept the consequences for my actions. You know, cause the guy even says like, yeah, you know, this is all messed up, but like you were involved in this accident and we have to suspend you. And he makes the plea and everything like that. And I feel like if he had, ha- if he had handled himself more like a human with, you know, empathy and less like a scorned child, I think just as an audience, it's,
0: it's those kind of things where that's where I drop off because I don't think it's a problem of empathy at this point. I think it's a problem of Waldo sees himself as having ran into the burning building, and then is getting sued for burning down the building.
1: No. So okay. It, if I can, what? if I can chime in real quick, yeah. Waldo definitely is the kind of character to have gone out and saved Mary Beth from the plane. I think Ryan, you said that that was kind of stupid, but I feel like that's definitely in character and also probably one of the more responsible things to do in such a dangerous stunt is that if you can help, definitely do that. And like, that's all warranted. His response to then, to the accident and, and being grounded is very selfish and is very victim, victimizing himself because he knowing, you know, I wouldn't say he was responsible for her death. It was her not being able to reach out and fell off. Um, but being told, Hey, you all were involved in this dangerous stunt. You know, you all could have prevented the stunt, but you didn't. You put her in that situation, even though you tried to help, you couldn't save her. You all are partly responsible for this, for this dangerous stunt. So the logical consequence would be you guys are grounded from flying and him going, Well, come on. I tried saving her. You shouldn't ground me. He should be aware that he, he shouldn't have put her there in that position to begin with and should be like yeah you're right like i I should probably learn from this and not keep doing stupid things because i love flying and i shouldn't try to endanger other people while doing exactly
0: all i'm trying all i'm saying is because the whole circus doesn't get punished and waldo does for trying to do
2: the right thing he is upset it's not just Waldo though. It's those people involved. It's it's and other people but took but it he nose. was
0: the only person who was trying to do the right thing.
2: Everybody, else, everybody else. No, it's not the right thing though.
3: What? What is? I, I'd argue it was the right thing. I'd argue and how it was. is it not the right thing? Okay, so so here's here's what the punishment. By law, it's not the right thing. The why there's a punishment there is that the only reason why you're able to say well he was doing the right thing is because he got really close to succeeding, but it. In reality, there you know, there's a good chance that if, if there had been a, a, a strong wind or something, he could have ended up killing all four people. Right? I, the, planes I, 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 I the, the planes could have made contact. I disagree with that argument. The planes <laughs> could have made contact. That he could have resulted in a bigger crash. <laughs> Having two planes that close together and what he was trying to do was incredibly dangerous
0: so so the alternative is you say ah well i guess she's dead
3: that's the alternative is yes no
1: and also watch his best friend axel
3: die the, the 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 issue is not that he he did he did the brave thing that was you know ultimately could be viewed as as the as the right thing the issue is that he created a situation that was even more dangerous and while because that was the only thing to be done it
0: was either that or or, or or no or let people die.
3: The what the guys trying to tell him is that we can't let this you know this 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 dangerous action go unaccounted for. And clearly this you know, you know Waldo Pepper is someone who is prone to making dangerous actions and they're like we want you we, you know, we're only suspending you. You know, I, I did everything I could and I got you guys, I got you guys a suspension and not a permanent grounding. Please take that for the blessing that it is, especially cause it's only a year and he, and he's already complaining. But before that woman's body is cold, <laughs> complaining about how, oh but my life my planes i have to fly it's my it's my destiny (laughs) (laughs) and it's like that's that's what that's what shitty about it is is his reaction to it being that when ultimately a year suspension is nothing it's not like he depends on this for his actual livelihood he depends on it for his like debaucherous lifestyle because he could just well he he does
0: depend on it for his livelihood
3: no he doesn't he could go live with margaret kidder (laughs) and be fine he just doesn't want to be with her because he's a jackass i'm not ready for a relationship i
0: gotta fly honey
3: yeah that's not a livelihood
0: brendan that's not a livelihood
3: what being a house husband to margaret kidder
0: yeah (laughs)
3: I think he could be perfectly happy doing that for a year. Well, that's a working.
0: life. I'm I'm just I'm I'm arguing semantics. I'm saying that's not a life.
1: This is also
3: during the depression. You kind of need to to get a, a a real job.
1: But um, I think we should we should leave it there. Okay. All all of this uh, let to me say. Just,
3: let me just say, Margaret Kidder and her brother are clearly doing fine. <laughs> they have a lovely house. They're not. They're never saying, "Oh, we're at risk of losing this house." Her yeah, but they can't can have, the have a third
1: mouth to feed.
3: I think they took care of him while he was injured for, like, many, many months. I think it would be fine to house this jackass for I another think I it like, a week. A week max.
1: But anyway, all I have to say, that whole stunt <laughs> sequence of trying to save Mary Beth, that was a pretty great pretty great sequence. Great. It was the, a great sequence.
3: Oh, it's a, it's a, that was
1: awesome. It's Seeing those stuff, just knowing that was done for real is wild.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: The only no, issue and- I
2: took with the scene, outside of, like, what we discussed is the fact that they were just they kind of wasted her death on an audience of zero except for themselves and that's the only issue i took i thought it would have <laughs> had way more stakes if they would have been doing it live in front of like a crowd or something like oh
3: that. I, or
1: even that city they passed over yeah, oh, yeah. But like they the did pass I mean.
2: over it it's not like they were doing it the entire time over the city
3: i just thought no it but i mean if, if
1: she had died with those people watching i feel like that would have been i exactly. just love the
3: yeah. i just love the idea no that she she died for- for the equivalent of, like, an unskippable pre-roll.
2: Of a test run,
3: yeah. <laughs> like, no, because it was just an ad. It was just to get people, like, hyped about the show. And so, yeah, she she does this dangerous stunt through a uh, a city street full of people who aren't, like, ready or wanting to see that. And they're just like, oh, shit, that was scary. What the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Then the next day they read in the newspaper, that woman died. <laughs> hey, it's it's like Hopper says that makes money
0: baby. You know, he's got to get back to business.
2: <laughs> I liked her character too. I was upset that she died. She was a fun character. Yeah, she was.
1: She was. When she was, when she couldn't drive. What were you going to um, say? Um, but Kyle. Oh. I'm curious why you like Waldo Pepper because you've made this known many times to me and I'm sure others. And this is one thing you didn't like about Whiplash, specifically Neiman's character, is that you hate people who are passionate about things. And Waldo <laughs> Pepper is the personification of passion.
3: So what the fuck so, kind of I, complaint is that? I, 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 I hate I, people that are passionate. I'm gonna, about I'm th- gonna yeah, it's gonna an amend
1: awful that. take.
0: I'm gonna amend that. Okay, it's not, it's not a, it's not a hatred of people that are passionate. And you are completely about to catch me. Uh, in a dilemma. <laughs> You're about to catch his hands, I'm, Alex. I'm not going to be able to keep both these beliefs, but yes, uh, I, I I hate
1: people who are passionate, but I love Waldo Pepper.
0: I I will try and reckon with that, but no, I I do I do not like people who, and I, so actually, this is a pretty good moment. Um, Waldo Pepper, for the most part, does go against all my beliefs. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't. He's just so easy damn handsome and charming. I I, 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 I hate, hate selfishness. He, you know. I I hate it with a burning passion. Uh, and that is Waldo Pepper puts his obsession above people every single step of the way. Um, uh, yeah, I I I cannot reconcile with that at this time. So so this, huh? <laughs> yeah. so this and, is just a one off huh?
1: So this is just a a deviation from a belief you still hold.
0: Yeah, 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 it's... it's, it's, it's I'll, An I'll, exception I'll, I'll that
3: proves the
0: rule. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do agree with you, yeah, I mean, if if, if Waldo Pepper is the actor in Whiplash, uh, I hate him. I
3: hate him with a passion. I think he might just not like Miles Teller. Uh, well, I mean... No, because he's,
1: he's made it known about other... He's made it known about people in real life that we pass on the streets. He goes, I can't believe they're so into what they love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not passion. Kyle, are you okay?
1: (laughs) It's that damn
2: optimism that I hate.
3: (laughs) I tell you what; I'll tell you what's wrong with this country. (laughs) Optimist.
0: (laughs) Um, to to move away from uh my having problems, Uh, um, I yeah no so I I I am curious to know what you guys think of the tech because I think yeah the scene of uh. Them doing the stunt to try and save Mary Beth. Uh, the more I watch it, the more that scene is really impressive in what they do. Because uh, they take out again. I was talking about the whimsical music at the beginning. They take out the whimsical music, and it is just the sound of engines roaring and wind roaring. Yeah. past. So, yeah. That
1: and and the outside
3: loop scene were both super. That, so that was the by I I, Go to
0: the outside I, loop
3: is incredible. I fucking love that scene so much. The way it's shot, too, it is so it's so tense. nail biting.
1: Yeah. Oh that, my that god. Honestly, I was sweating watching that.
3: Christopher Nolan dreamed of a of, <laughs> of a shot that intense in Dunkirk, and he never yeah. he never achieved it. Um. Oh my god. And they they and change it, it
0: every time they do it. So the the second time they do it, and it's showing through Ezra's view. And then the third time they do it, it's just the camera on Ezra the entire time.
3: Yeah, uh, oh my god. And yeah, when he no, hits it's... the ground, and you're just like, fuck.
0: <laughs> no, and it, yeah. just uh, away from the technical parts of that scene. Uh, and again, there is no whimsical music again. Uh, which is a neat thing this movie does, because, uh, again, I love the score. I think it is so, For being just so feel good, good flying through the clouds. Yeah, such a, um, a
3: feel-good movie.
0: <laughs> But no, whenever these yeah, horribly those scenes... dark scenes are about to happen, they take out... They, they pull the flying carpet out from under you. And it's it's yeah. like, oh shit, aviation is fucking dangerous. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, those scenes are the definition of, of visceral.
3: Yeah. You know, hey, headcanon, conspiracy theory idea, you think that Waldo Pepper, like, had a full-on mental break when he was flying the plane into people... And he's and he's just in like a a, a a a mental hospital for the rest of the movie, and he's just imagining moving to California and like you know, meeting freaking the German. Yeah, and meeting the German that he he, he pretended uh, that Kessler. he fought. because um, like that, I could that, definitely that see that feels like like the, when I rewatched the movie, I was like, this feels like a dream. This does not like, especially with the way the movie ends. With the, just the, 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 the picture on the wall. It's like, this feels like a fucking dream. This does not feel like something that really happened. Like, the rest of the or movie like, is so grounded and, like, visceral at times. And then it's just this goofy scene between these two obsessed people.
1: Yeah, so I want to talk about that ending. Because I
3: did not like that ending at all. I
1: thought the you did, the, the constant you referencing did. to the... He did not. I mean, he did. Okay. The the constant referencing to like the the salute or whatever that's fine in the story of that battle, but then at the end when they're just flying next to each other and he gets a salute and then freaking Walter Pepper gets a boner from it, I just thought that was so on the nose. And I mean, the boner well, so was
0: a bit I, I'm curious, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I didn't they didn't need a this whole zoom for in. A while. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, are and again, I mean I don't mean this condescendingly because I only recently learned it. Uh, are you aware they die? At the end?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So how that's why I don't mind the
2: salute. What'd you say, Ryan? How are you not aware of that?
0: Uh, because I was young when I watched this movie and I didn't put it together.
2: And uh, they, they, they it show just his, ends with... They show his postcard yeah, they... with his time of death on it? Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't know how to <laughs> read.
0: <Yes. laughs> oh, okay.
2: Um, um, no, I like that because it was like a good send-off to his character. And that was when his relatability came back. It was lost when he was flying his plane into people, and then it came back when he was like, "All right, this is this is the character. Like him or not, this is how he wants to die. He's gonna go out on his own terms." And I really like that.
1: I just don't buy that Waldo had to die. If Ernst Kessler he did went ahead and crash landed, oh, so I got the sense that Ernst Kessler died. Also, did you guys too? Yeah, Okay, yeah. I'm just saying. So, that
2: Waldo wanted to die on his own terms as this glorious pilot who yeah. was saluted by Ernst Kessler. And I liked that. I thought that was a really nice ending to his arc.
0: Yeah, I I, I think pretty spot on, Ryan, and that's why I'm.
3: Do you think that there were uh, headlines in the uh, newspaper? Famous actor kills stuntman on set. <laughs> no, oh, well, no. Probably... Please don't say that. Maybe... <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: Uh... <laughs> kills film crew on set.
4: <laughs>
2: oh boy. Um, no, because it was it was. Is that after... Brendan's
0: cut Kino moment? Fine. That is out. probably
3: my cut
2: one. <laughs> nah, we can leave that in. We didn't name any names. It's fine.
1: Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, God. <Okay. laughs> All right. Um,
2: no, but, like, the the stretch of the movie up until the dog fight, I would, that was the point where I just stopped caring. Because, like, the beginning of the movie until the bad plane crash on the outside loop, that was, like, a really interesting character study of this kind of, like, morally unsound pilot who's, like, just seeking glory. And then he just goes off the rails. I'm like, all right, I lost him. And then the movie just kind of gets boring until the dogfight when he's, like, reigniting his passion and he realizes, all right, yeah, I'm going to go out on my own terms. Like, yeah. The, the, the second act was very, very weak for me. And uh, to- there was really nothing that... I clung on to it all in that part. To me,
3: it really, like, the movie struggles um, because it constantly has to give Waldo things for him to lose. Because he's constantly trading everything in his life for opportunities to fly or opportunities to, like, give into his obsession. So the movie has to keep giving him things. But the problem is, the more the movie goes on, he should have less, but he somehow doesn't. You know, like, even after he gets his license suspended and all these things, he then just has a really, like, chill job in California as a stuntman, and he's, like, having a good time, you know, because the movie has to constantly reset the status quo, so that way he can fuck up his life again. Um, I, I,
0: I don't know if I agree that he's having a good time in California. No,
3: he's not having a good time, he's... He's absolutely tortured because he can't fly. He feels completely unfulfilled. I think but it's I more mean- than
0: that. They show how shitty the work is.
3: Oh, yeah. He didn't. He, he takes some
1: hard falls. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, show they, it. He's like on the floor just yeah. <laughs> like, motionless.
0: I, I, and that's a part I really kind of like about the movie uh, that I picked up on this time was I kind of felt that in that part they're kind of doing like a Oh hey yeah we're we're sh- and it, I'm not saying it's equal but what I'm saying is uh, they kind of show like a oh yeah Waldo can't fly and he lost his thing he loves because it was too dangerous uh but he's literally getting thrown off balconies and having chandeliers fall out of him on out here for money it's I I kind of saw yeah. it this time as like a oh yeah you know uh, you know they're you know what I'm kind of trying to say I don't think I can- yeah
2: I, I do but here's the difference. Brendan and I don't feel sorry for him after a certain point, and you do. So you sympathize with him through that part, and I don't. I'm off of Waldo Pepper at that point. I Okay. I could care less about him. So like watching that whole sequence is just a drag. It's just like he gets what he gets.
3: I want him to to start to become Ernst Kessler more. Because when we see Ernst Kessler, Ernst Kessler. Yeah, you, you is want him lo- to
0: become his imagination of Ernst
3: Kessler no I want him to become the actual Ernst Kessler oh you you want him to Ernst Kessler well because look like when you look at it and from the perspective of of the logical end of of that character if he continues to live is he becomes Ernst Kessler he's gambling he's giving into vices to fuel this misguided dream of constantly flying in a world where that's just not something that you can do. Right. I mean, Ernst Kessler is what happens to that guy. Cause I mean, they're, they're, they're the same type of person. Okay. Um, and yeah. I would like to see him slip into that more, but he has legitimately <laughs> such great people in his life that he takes for granted that he's not able to even start that descent because before he's able to like spiral and end up being a drunk out of work guy his friend gets him a job as a stuntman you know like yeah Yeah, and the
1: difference is Ernst Kessler has like empathy like that the moment when they're talking about the salute in the actual battle and then Waldo asks, what'd you do afterwards and he says I wept that part was great but Waldo Pepper would never do that. He'd say, "Well, I freaking jerk myself off because I was sweet. Wasn't I cool when I did that?
3: <laughs> yeah, I did a sweet flip." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that's the thing where it's like I I feel like Waldo never. That's what I mean by the movie had to keep giving him things because Waldo didn't care about the people in his life, and he didn't care about he didn't care about much other than flying. So they had to keep giving him these material things to take away or these things to threaten and uh and they never kind of let him fully spiral. Uh you know, like you said, you know, like Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems where it's like once you get towards the end of Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler is like sweating, he's weeping in his he office. A low.
2: He hits a big low.
3: Yeah, and Waldo never hits that low. He's that's, always able to bounce back.
2: That's a really good point. And I didn't th- cuz like I just kind of took that second act. I was just kind of like I threw it away, but well, you said I think that would actually make it way better for me if he had some sort of a spiral before deciding to go out on his own terms. Cuz as it was, he really didn't need to do that, but I was still satisfied with it. If he would have had this downward arc, yeah, I think the ending would have been that much more satisfying. Well, yeah, maybe, I mean, that's, that's, maybe that's, that's what I was that's, missing in that
3: part. That's the thing. I don't even need him declined. to I don't even need him to actually become like this drunkard mess like Ern- like uh, Ernest Kessler is um, I just need him to to flirt with that a little yeah, bit Yeah, just more. some sort of
2: downward tick
3: I Because yeah. he pretty if, much,
1: if, Waldo if, always gets what he wanted and besides yeah. losing his pilot's license but then eventually he gets to fly anyway just under the radar he pretty yeah. much always gets what he wanted if they just like at one point said you want to do this, actually you can't do that, then I think it would have made his character a little more interesting because then it would have started exploring well, like, something if, different if, than him being arrogant
3: yeah, and if he flirts with like vices and things like that to replace flying, um, and then he sees what happened to Ernst Kessler, that's a very sobering moment where he can realize, I think I should probably just die in a plane as soon as possible, <laughs>
2: or at least that would be more glorious. Like, well, come yeah, to like that, that, come to that like, realization somehow or another, other than yeah. just like being dissatisfied with having an average job that anybody would be really happy to
3: have besides him. <laughs> and, and, and a life that anyone would be happy to have.
1: <laughs> I think that's my problem with the ending. And I didn't realize it is that, yeah, exactly what you're saying, Brendan. I just feel like his death didn't feel rewarding or satisfying because you just kind of grow to not necessarily like who he became or he just never changed. But exactly what you're saying now, like, his death would have been more satisfying if he at least realized any of the wrongs he'd made and learned something out of his obsession with flying and how detrimental that could be to others or himself.
2: Yeah, I think we just wrote a good second act. I don't know, Kyle. Kyle, what do you think? Do you? Because you said you like the second act.
0: I I, I do. Um, I. Yeah, I... We're calling the second act everything...
2: Pretty much uh, post- at, outside post-Outside loop, crash. loop It was a long um, first act, but I think that so is... So, I I
0: agree act, with yeah. every... I, I think, yeah, you guys have just written a good movie. I don't disagree. Uh, but I also don't think this was bad. Um, and I, I even enjoy it. Um, I can definitely see where you're coming from, especially if you guys are out on waldo at that point because again i i completely understand of oh well now it's just this guy you don't like fucking around for you know a half hour um and i can see how that would be yeah kind of upsetting uh i'm still in on waldo again i it, it, maybe i have to reconcile something with myself but i i still like this character and i'm still rooting for him at this point
3: um he's just so damn sexy <laughs> <laughs> he that really white is a scarf man. and
0: them cavalry boots. Vi- also, another rocketeer discussion. Uh, the outfits at this time
3: are just so good. They're so good. They're so, They're so- good. I I want to dress like this, but I it, it just you can't do it anymore. Well, it's it's in the time. Let's re. Brendan, you could pull it off. You want to dress oh, well, like
1: the
2: pilots you. from this area. You don't want to dress in overalls with a huge hole in the side, like everybody else besides the pilots. Yeah, you got dressed like an aviator.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, like Whoa. like. Well, but even still, like
2: Waldo when he's in the when
0: he's in the movie theater and he's trying to seduce Susan Sarandon, he's wearing this black and yellow checkered sweater vest, still wearing the cavalry boots. It's like, oh
2: gosh. No, that that was one point where I was also annoyed. I was like, man, he's talking during that movie. He's trying to act no, right that, now. That, yeah, it's,
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, man. But uh, no, that
2: that was kind of the thing. Like that first part, I was still on board with him because it was like he's arrogant, and but he's still interesting and somewhat relatable. Like even even through that, even if it was obnoxious, I was I was still on board with him. Then.
0: Now, I, but so what I'll say to the second act is, and I was talking with my dad about this because uh, I was surprised at uh, Brendan's disavowment of Waldo Pepper over the summer. Uh, And I was talking with my dad about it recently because I told him we were watching this. Uh, And he gave an argument that I also think maybe this is how I'll reconcile uh, being behind him still. Uh, My dad said that he doesn't think the movie is about Waldo Pepper at the end of the day.
2: Um, Oh, really? (laughs) he, He
0: says that he sees it as you know obviously it's about waldo pepper um but my dad says uh he sees it as a movie about the american spirit and a changing time um and i i i get that um because that i that's another thing i just a real quick, because Newt's kind of central to the second act. How do you, do you guys think Newt is an antagonist in this movie?
3: No, no, he 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 loves Waldo so much. He I mean, technically, an he
1: opposes. He's opposing Waldo. So in the yeah, movie, let me change so that to. I think he serves an antagonist per uh, purpose, but no, he's he never really. Yeah, he Stop. loves him just, so much.
3: Yeah. Just to no, clarify,
2: he, he, Newt is the one he was in war with. who became Yeah, Newt's, Newt's
0: his commander. commanding officer who now works okay. for the FAA.
3: Yeah, who's now like trying to uh, uh, prevent Waldo from flying uh, while yeah. he's suspended.
2: I, I saw him as he's just doing his job. And yeah. he even like reflected in that final dogfight scene. Another thing I like, the comedic elements of him being like, yeah, get him, Waldo, get behind him. I liked that. like that. It's like he's never against him in spirit. It's... He's just doing his job, and, and that's I, all I I really also took don't not think an
0: New is a villain. Uh, but like,
2: yeah, if he was a I, villain, I, he'd be rooting against Waldo. Yeah,
3: if he was a villain, he would have he would have told them when he found them drunk coming back after party. <laughs> hey, uh, you're fucked. Like, yeah, bye bye.
0: Um, but no, like I I think Waldo is the or a way I can view it is I think Waldo is this embodiment of the American spirit um, post-war uh, and this, you know, Hey, you know, I want to, I want to soar amongst the clouds. I want to be happy. I, 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 uh, and also just, you know, a simpler time. And then Newt represents change of this time. And it's, Hey, I get that. And I don't want you to be unhappy but like things yeah. are moving
2: you know we can I I could see that but and- I just
1: don't feel like the death of Mary Beth that whole sequence uh buys into that idea because that doesn't seem very american spirit I don't feel like that goes along
3: with that kind of I motif. mean I would say there's an american history of not a, not valuing women's lives but <laughs> you clear. know I mean <laughs> I don't think they were going for that huh?
0: what huh that's our Brendan topical joke of the day.
2: Um, no, I would, I think I would agree for the most part, but at the same time, there's a way to go about that spirit. And also, I think the movie is more interesting as a character study on Waldo than as a metaphor for anything. Well, like I said, I was a really bored with Waldo for a long time.
3: Well, and even if it is a metaphor, like for the metaphor to make any amount of sense you have to then acknowledge that this this dream and this spirit is a dangerous force well and, that and I think that's what the movie
0: in. does does get to and again'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent in on this I just think it is a neat way to look at it oh um, oh but absolutely it does I, I would get say to that, that, that at
3: the end of
0: yeah no that the American spirit loses or this this recklessness loses and now it's time but that's what i mean
3: where it's like i i think that but once again you can't you even if you look at it like that you can't say like i think waldo pepper is a great guy like you know you don't even even if you look at it through that lens obviously this is a movie that then has been very critical of you know this this spirit that 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 emerged again just put i don't
0: think waldo pepper is a great guy i just don't think he's a bad guy
3: but that's what I mean. I think the movie is saying, clearly through his actions, that he is a bad guy. I mean, unless we're not supposed to take this serial manipulator, an addict, as a bad guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I take him as he's trying to be good, but he's flawed. And so despite I that, his flaws, I found him relatable up to a certain yeah,
3: point. I think that he's trying to be good, but he is so self-centered that he defines... His ability to be good, based upon how he how he personally can also benefit from it. He's almost disconnected from reality a bit. He's just not oh, aware. absolutely.
0: Oh, he's he's super disconnected from reality. Yeah, no doubt about it.
2: Yeah, that's why that's why I found him so interesting up to a point where I kind of couldn't suspend my disbelief anymore. But oh, I love yeah. the
3: character. Uh, yeah,
2: I do absolutely. It's just at a certain point. I think it, we beat it to death. We know, we all know the point where it lost me, but yeah, you know that's just that's my own taste. Um, I will say, in do you want to get into like, final thoughts?
1: Oh, um, oh, sorry. Continue what you were saying. I didn't cut I'm, you off. I
2: get, Well, no, you say that. I guess what I'm about to say pretty much is my final thoughts. So I'm fine if you guys are.
1: Yeah, I'm good.
0: Well, I I, I was wondering because Ryan, you said was was that basically the only thing you disliked, or were there other things? Because I think from the vibes, you disliked this movie more than anyone.
2: Maybe. I just didn't think anything was really exceptional except for the stunts. Like, the flying scenes and the character study aspects at the beginning that I felt were my favorite parts. And the ending. So, I got to a certain point and I was like, I actually am really digging this movie. Like, the acting's not great. It's not shot, like, any way spectacularly. The music was really good. But I also didn't think there was enough of it. Um, and so it was like, for the most part, I just thought it was like good throughout. And the fact that they did their own stunts and everything, I was like, wow, this is this is actually really cool. This is really great. And then at a certain point, basically when we get to the second act, I'm just like, I'm just not in it anymore. So it lost me for long enough that I'm just like, yeah, it's it's good. But I think it has enough issues that I don't think it's anything spectacular. It really didn't catch my eye outside of the stunts. Um, and that's, that's like my main takeaway. I really like the stunts. I think that's probably the most endearing and cool part about the movie.
0: Okay. I guess. Yeah, probably now. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's I pretty know much if that what was I was your final
2: thoughts, but yeah, well, no, that's pretty much what I was going to say. And I, I think that about sums it up. Like I, I think it's good, but just good. Like, I don't think it does anything really exceptional except for the stunts. The stunts were pretty impressive. Um, I can't believe they actually committed to like doing all that. I think it's really oh, it's impressive, gorgeous. and it's kind of a marvel of the '70s in that regard. So,
1: yeah, and I- I'm going to echo pretty much everything Ryan said. I liked the movie, didn't love it. I think individually every scene. So I didn't think it was the third act was nearly as boring as you did, Ryan. I was pretty pretty into it throughout the whole movie. I think individually every scene had its own good, but collectively, um. Yeah, the tone was a bit off with the uh, the cheery music and the brutal deaths. Um, my biggest complaint is just the ending. I don't feel like it was satisfying or f- necessarily fitting <laughs> for Waldo's character. Soup, I-, I loved it for Ernst Kessler, but for Waldo, I feel like he didn't deserve that send-off. Um, but yeah, the biggest takeaway from this movie is I'm going to remember those stunts for a while, and I'll probably continue to rewatch them because they are impressive as all hell. Um, but overall, it was it was a good movie. I I, uh, I just didn't love it.
2: For anybody else goes, I think there is something to be said about any movie doing something exceptional with filmmaking. Like if you see something and you're like, I can't get this in any other movie, that makes a movie special in of itself. So
1: that's, Speed Racer.
2: <laughs> I guess Absolutely. I guess we'll see. But that's <laughs> like one thing I took away from it, is like I've never really seen a movie like this where the filmmakers themselves are putting their lives on the line, doing these stunts for the sake of entertainment. So I I thought that was cool, but
1: yeah, super commendable.
2: Go on ahead, Kyle and Brendan.
3: Uh, I'll go next since this wasn't my movie pick. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love this movie. I think this movie's great. I, I think that, uh, over the summer, Kyle might have uh, thought that I didn't like this movie because we got we we got we got into it. <laughs> we, we we got into one of those sweating arguments about this movie. Um, but did Kyle have to
1: pull out a whiteboard?
3: No, Kyle. It was it was just it, we were in like almost complete darkness. Um, many people wanted to go to bed. But <laughs> Kyle kept asking them their opinions. It was very fun. Um, Kyle, haven't even seen the movie. Stop asking me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I I really love this movie. I love this this era of of time to explore in a movie. I I really like the performances. They're not great performances, but I love them. I think that they're very. Um, uh, they're just very like indicative of the time period that they're trying to invoke, and I think Robert Redford gives this really nuanced performance while still adhering to that like very over the top style of acting that the whole movie's kind of shooting for. Because there are so many moments where you're like seeing the the gears turn behind uh, Waldo Pepper's you know eyes, where he's like thinking about how he's going to manipulate people into getting what he wants. And I think that's really interesting, especially in the context of a movie that's going for the aesthetic that it is going for. And I appreciate that in the moments of high tension, it breaks that aesthetic. Like, you know, the um, the uh, outside loop is shot incredibly different than anything else in the movie. Like, it's it feels like a modern shot almost uh, when you're watching Ezra, like, fly it. It, it feels incredibly like different and scary because it's so different. And there's just a lot of shots in this movie that I feel push the boundary and push the envelope, especially for a 1970s film, um, in a very enjoyable way. Yeah, like Ryan said, there's stuff in this movie that I can't imagine ever getting to see something close to uh, in movies today. Like, you just couldn't do it. It's dangerous. You shouldn't do it. Um, but i'm so glad that a couple of crazy guys decided that they wanted to make this movie and shoot it for real um, because we get something truly special uh, score is great uh, i even like the the story of this i like it as a as a as a cautionary tale about obsession and addiction um, i just think it doesn't necessarily stick that landing at the end but i i, I, I never feel like i've wasted my time watching this movie
0: That was. That was an incredibly wonderful little uh, summary, Brendan. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. So one thing before I begin, uh, I'm going to put myself on a new ledge. And back to Alex's I hate passionate <laughs> people. Because uh, I was just reflecting on this while Brendan was summing up there. I'm, I'm, I'm changing it. My amendment is, because I was thinking about it, because, all right. I <laughs> stop rambling. A little bit of backstory. Uh, it was interesting when we watched this movie over the summer because we watched The Prestige like a couple days before, uh, and both movies are about obsession. Um, and so I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, eh, you know, I don't really, I don't dislike the people in The Prestige either. Um, so I'm amending my Whiplash comments to I hate prideful people, and I feel like that <laughs> sticks better. Um, but we can save that for whiplash. Waldo's for sure. Prideful,
3: <laughs> no, I was. Yeah, gonna White, say. <laughs> I mean, Waldo's exceptionally prideful. <laughs> I,
0: I don't think we have time to do this. Everybody, in fact, but I Neiman's
3: not prideful. Yeah, played. Neiman's
0: like a little word <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's put a pin in revisions it. Revisions are needed. We'll put a pin <laughs> in it for whiplash because it feels solid about it. But uh, all right, we can maybe even cut that. Who cares? Um, so yeah. What'd you think I, of the movie? <laughs> this is Thank You, Great Waldo Pepper. <laughs> um This again, I put this at 10th on my list and I feel incredibly solid in doing that. Um Again, just watching this movie it, it, for me, it, maybe it's a feel-good movie because it makes me think of childhood I don't know. I, I I just think everything about this movie is just. I don't know. There's no better way to say it for me than just nice. Um, like I, I I won't I won't beat a dead horse. Um, I've already said it's charming. The scene where he has to bludgeon his friend, I think, is charming. just. I I, I love it. It's Um, nice. (laughs) It just makes me want to curl up with a hot mug of
2: cocoa. (laughs) That's what I do when I watch Of Mice and Men. (laughs) I I, I feel you. I feel Uh, you.
0: It's interesting uh, because, again, I think if I watched this at the same time you guys did, I would agree with all of you 100%. Which probably means I'm not being rational at the end of the day. Maybe have a little but, nostalgia. But that's fine. Huh? Nostalgia yeah, no. Is fine.
1: I,
2: I, I
0: yeah. It's,
1: it's, I had it with Ratatouille. Brennan had it with The Rocketeer. I think that's, that's part of the enjoyment we have for those movies.
0: I, yeah, that's, that's probably a good way to put it. Uh, and
3: I'll, Well, yeah, I'll just... and you're, you're in better shape than me, at least, because this is a legitimately great character study. You just can't. You just can't admit that one of your heroes is actually a bad guy.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I'll just... Final, final ending note. Uh, I think everything that uh, everyone else has said here sums this movie up perfectly. Uh, and if you, by any chance, are a fan of the 1930s or aviation or good filmmaking things that's so i i i think
2: go watch the aviator
0: go watch go the watch aviator go... <laughs> seventh seed coming soon
2: <laughs> um, i was gonna say go watch porco rosso go watch
0: yeah uh, as the what is it as the wind rises
3: uh, uh the that. wind rises
0: <laughs> thank you thank you <sighs> the, yeah i said this is gonna be did short, your dad cause...
3: like that movie
0: <laughs> oh he loved it okay <laughs> uh, yeah and he loved porco Rosso too um
3: I just love the idea of your dad watching anime.
0: <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? That's right up Sam's alley. In a, that's a, that, that's a butterfly pet. effect away from happening. Uh,
2: oh my goodness, that, that pig is so kawaii. <laughs> <laughs> what a moe pig.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I love it. I, I can't do anything more than that. I love this movie. I love that it's my 10th on my list. Uh, I don't regret it at all, and I'm very happy. So, and I'm ha- more than anything, I'm happy I've gotten to share of this movie because, I...
2: no, not I'm happy a lot thought. of
0: people know about it at all.
2: Yeah, that was one thing. Like reading reviews, the people who love this movie, they're all like, "Yeah, this is like so overlooked," and I think I would agree. Like, this is a movie that I haven't really seen anything like. A little and... jump. Like the fact that it came out in the seventies and it has all these cool stunts and like the the story beats, yeah, the story beats felt ahead of its time and for for the most part. Um, And so, yeah, I was like, I'm happy I watched it. wasn't totally my cup of tea, but I definitely respect it.
0: I didn't even touch on it actually. uh, There are also so many quotes in this movie that I just fucking love, and like, I quote them with my dad all the time. Of. When, when at the very first scene huh <laughs> don't, don't let, let, me, let burn. me burn <laughs> Oh, that's when we're always like don't let me burn and then he hits me um but, uh, i no, like the, the part
2: when uh the when water reveals himself and kessler's like it's you you're the great waldo pepper <laughs> <laughs> i love no that I, I the
0: the one that i quote all the time with him is it's when axel and him first meet and axel goes uh Hey, can you cont- can you prop me, son? Uh, and Waldo goes, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "I like you. You're you're a good loser." But but then again, you've probably had a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's
0: I, I, every scene with Axel actually. I when he when he goes wing walking and his foot falls through and then he comes back on and he screams at Waldo, "I didn't I did like it that. much." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That was good. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right.
2: Cool. Well, I guess uh, that does it for the great Waldo Pepper discussion. We're going to uh, be moving into what? We have Smoke, smoke signals, signals, which I actually just watched about 20 minutes before we hopped on here. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be fresh when we actually talk about it, but it's fresh right now. So I don't know. We <laughs> might talk
3: about it, what, tomorrow? <laughs>
2: I guess we, maybe, no, <laughs> no. Cheesy get Out of here, baby.
1: Wait, tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm busy starting when I wake up tomorrow. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, we'll cut all this garbage. Yeah.
1: Um, no, um, no, keep it in. Let know. Anyway. Can, uh, I'm going to South Carolina.
2: I yeah. Do what, want hey, say, I want
0: to, what? What do you do? Uh, what, what, what's up?
2: i was just going to say, after talking about this, I am far more excited. For everybody to watch good time and for that discussion all right are we ready yep i think think
0: you are up brendan kick us off Uh, brendan kick us off
3: all right and now we will be talking about smoke signals um a what 1998 uh i think it's listed as a dramedy um, which I would feel comfortable. Me and Alex were
0: talking about this at the at, at the beginning. What
1: what were you saying? The poster says. So the, yeah, the poster has a tagline at the top that says "Celebrate the comedy that had audiences and critics cheering," and I was really confused at that because I <laughs> would have never called this movie a comedy.
3: Yeah, it. I mean, it is funny. Um, I mean, but I wouldn't call a Marvel them, movie a comedy, but they're funny. I would say a Marvel movie is probably funnier, like, on average than this. Um, Anyway, this is a a movie that... uh, Hold on, let me actually pull up the Wikipedia. This is probably going to crash my recording, but who, who cares? Who gives a shit? Not me. This movie is about Arnold, who rescued Thomas from a fire when he was a child. Thomas thinks of Arnold as a hero, while Arnold's son victor resents his father's alcoholism violence and abandonment of his family uneasy rivals and friends thomas and victor spend their days killing time on a reservation in idaho and arguing about their cultural identities when arnold dies the duo set out on a cross-country journey to phoenix to retrieve arnold's ashes so once again a great comedy we've got here right just sounds (laughs) fucking full of laughs the whole way through huh
1: this is as much Um, of a comedy as uh waldo pepper
3: was a feel-good movie (laughs) yeah i don't know i I definitely but you know what this movie is funny like i would say that there's a lot of moments that are funny in it um it's just the 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 artifice of like the the sort of overall narrative is very yeah depressing i was gonna say i took it as a, a comedy that's what yeah. I, I was saying to Alex, it's like, like a, I could see how am I you missing can take this as a comedy. I, it it has humor in it. It's just using humor to deal with a very heavy subject. Yeah. The only joke I can general, think of right
1: now is the ta- the Lone Ranger and Tonto joke. That's the only joke I can think of.
2: I mean, there were jokes throughout. It was just a totally new genre that I was unaware of, which was Indian humor. And I, from that aspect of it, I yeah, I really like this movie. Do we want to get into the first thoughts?
3: Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured first thoughts. Um, should we go? Who who didn't see this movie? Who hasn't seen this movie? I, this is my first time. My first time. I think time. everybody but you, actually.
1: Actually,
0: that's not oh, yeah, Kyle guess. Actually.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess I'll, I guess I'll take uh, so, it from there. Uh. Yeah
3: so yeah yeah kyle you you'd start off i
0: thought i hadn't seen this movie (laughs) but then i was 10 minutes into watching it and was very uncomfortable with deja vu and called brendan and said i think i have seen this movie in school (laughs) somewhere uh i don't know if i finished it but I did predict the ending scene. I was like, yeah, I have this very vivid memory of the two of them on the side of the road and the truck is off to the side and it's the L track. It was 10 minutes in the movie for it. So like, yeah, I, I had seen this movie. I didn't remember a single thing about it, but I got a lot of deja vu while I was watching it. And it was, it was strange. It was a strange and surreal experience. Um, but uh, on this watch, uh, I suppose, uh, my thoughts were kind of, eh, I, uh, didn't really latch on to anything here, um, I mean, I'm real, I'm interested to see what, uh, because I know, it, obviously Brendan likes it, I think Ryan, you said you liked it a lot too, so I'm really interested to see what you guys got from this, because like... Yeah for I like it was it was a good movie I could see you know good aspects but like I just there was never a point where I was really into it or like in, invested in either of these characters or like yeah, I I just the movie ended and I was kind of like yeah okay you know uh yeah it just never really was a, 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 I it, it didn't grab a hold of me at any point so I have nothing bad to say just uh yeah
1: didn't Didn't really care the whole time. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that because I I agree with you. It was like it was definitely quite good, and I can see a lot of great in it. But it just didn't. Yeah, I didn't have that that grasp on me. Um, I was entertained throughout, and I liked all the characters. Mm-hmm. I liked everything I saw, but I wasn't just too just invested into it. Um, yeah. I I'll pass it off to Ryan because there's not much more to say. To on that. And I,
2: I feel like I got a lot out of this movie. Um, on the other end of that spectrum, I Thank really, you. <laughs> know, I really enjoy movies that show you a slice of life that you would never see otherwise. And the the sheer existence of this movie, I think, is really impressive. Just because the entire cast, they're all Native Americans. They they stick to that for better or for worse. Um, in some instances, the only issues that I take with this movie are some of the acting bits. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of really good camera like shots. Um, I loved yeah. all the cut transitions between uh, Victor as a child and Victor as an adult on yeah, his trip. A lot of clever stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 like throughout and consistently, there were a lot of really cool shots like that. Um. So obviously the directing is pretty good. I like I said, I think the only issue I take is the acting because there were many cases where I thought there were, like, some pretty funny jokes, and they were just kind of stopped dead in their tracks because the actors couldn't really deliver them very well. And I was like, all right, that's... So, with that in mind, I think the writing is better than the acting, but I think the acting is passable. Like, it it wasn't so distracting that I hated it, and, in fact, I thought a lot of the characters were really endearing, and I uh, connected to, like, pretty much everybody on screen in some way or another. So, that's really oh, the gist you. of it. Um, I just... I really like movies like this that show you a really specific thing and they focus on that thing and they they get every ounce out of it.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. That's why I really like this movie. Uh, this movie is based on a uh, short story by Sherman Alexie um, called This Is What It Means uh, to Say Phoenix, Arizona, which is basically uh, a short story version of this plot. Um, same characters, same general occurrences um just pretty much uh like any of the any of the sort of character development is sort of taken away and it's just sort of the the overall plot but yeah i i read the short story first in college and then i was like oh there's a there's a movie there's a movie about this and i watched it and yeah i completely agree ryan um some of the the performances are weaker uh and I would say that like Adam Beach uh, who plays Victor is the most consistent person in the film uh for sure definitely towards the end uh, which I,
1: at the beginning he seemed a little off he he, he seemed like he was like a new but actor but I I took
3: well I I think he, he he was a fairly like uh uh inexperienced at least as far as like Hollywood roles go actor um but I I took that as part of the character that he was just kind of uncomfortable because of like his backstory and everything like that. It just seemed like, Oh yeah, this guy's probably just uncomfortable in this in the situation he's in right now. Um, especially with Thomas, who's constantly bringing up how much he loved his dad. <laughs> uh, so I just took it as, as that. Um, but yeah, uh, Adam beach though. I think he gives a great performance. Very, uh, very disappointing that he gives probably the worst performance in new mutants uh just a big bummer Wait, he's in new mutants he was he, Kyle. he's the dad in new mutants
1: Kyle. not just that he's in your favorite movie ever he's
3: suicide, with suicide, squad? suicide
1: squad he's he's slipknot yeah he's slipknot, he's slipknot. He's slipknot. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh that's uh, yeah, that's the, depressing isn't that, that's isn't, actually real. isn't sad. it
3: depressing that he's he's in like these he's he does like a bad job in bad movies now and it's like i i think that he's so good in this movie especially towards the end wait who is he in like new mutants really heavy... this is what i'm not he's the dad who's the he's dad the, he's the main the main character's dad remember at the beginning who's the main character of New Mutants? for people who haven't seen new mutants <laughs> new mutants opens with a reservation being attacked by a giant yes. shadow bear thank you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, and, and Adam Beach plays the protagonist's uh, father in that and he does a very bad job. But he's great in this movie. Uh I, I, I think that uh I think that all of the actors uh have their moments of, of brilliance. Um what uh Evan Adams who plays Thomas uh Builds the Fire. I think that he has a couple weak moments when it comes to like joke delivery, but I really loved that character's arc and i think that uh his performance sells that arc especially towards the end where he sort of becomes this sort of stoic uh um idea of of a you know native american warrior yeah um that uh victor initially tells him to to behave more like you know cuz like in that confrontation at the very end of the well not the very end but towards the end of the movie when um you know, Thomas finally like confronts Victor about how when they're driving in the truck and and he's snapping at him. Yeah. When they're in the truck. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like that, that to me, it's like, Oh yeah, this is the, the completed arc of Thomas is just like, he's finally, he finally has this backbone and the strength that he always admired in, in Victor. Yeah. And I think that he gives, he portrays that perfectly. Um, I even, I really liked, uh, of, what uh what's his name? Arnold Gary Farmer in this movie too, He's my there. favorite uh, character in this movie by He's he's so good in this movie and like that moment uh where he's telling He's monologuing on the basketball Victor, court. Yeah. So fucking yeah. good. <laughs> Such a good performance. No, that's the that's oh the best performance God. in this movie, in my
0: opinion. That that was a um, part I was like, that is a good monologue right there. Yeah. I, I really Yeah, and like then that
3: the fact too. that it's immediately undercut by Victor when he goes, Yeah, I didn't make that shot. Yeah. It's just like so fucking good.
2: That that was perfect though. And that's kind of Victor throughout the movies. He's kind of undercutting this tradition just because of his own experiences. He's kind of disillusioned uh by the by the Native American experience, I guess you could say. I and that's why I think Thomas is probably my favorite character. Um because he I don't know if it's his manner of speaking or what, but I I thought his character felt very authentic, like somebody you would really yeah. meet out in the world. And I really liked how he would like close his eyes and put his hands up when he's telling these stories. And it's like you know the stories aren't exactly truthful, but <laughs> the the message is what's important. And I think as one character at some point says, You're you're carrying forward the oral tradition, like of our people or whatever. And I thought that was really cool. And he
3: does that throughout, so he was definitely well, my yeah, favorite I mean, character for that. Yeah, like what at, at towards the beginning of, of, of the movie, what when those two girls give them a, a ride to the bus station yeah. or whatever, and, it, and she's like, "Oh, you can you can pay us in um, tell us a story." Yeah, and and a story or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's oh, great. And so good, and then the fact that Victor always undercuts him with "You're so full of shit." <laughs> yeah. And I it's like so their good.
2: relationship that they kind of rub off on each other throughout the movie. So it's like yeah. Thomas eventually he 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 wears or I I wouldn't even say wears. I'd say he grows on old Victor and Victor kind of softens yeah. up and he can kind of come to terms with who his father was and everything. And I I th- I thought that well, emotional beat of the story uh, was great.
3: I, I love the the emotional uh like journey of Victor and Thomas in this movie. Like the fact that both of them stand on such opposite ends of their opinions of the uh, 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 of Victor's dad at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and so much so that like there's it's it's a shock that Victor even can stand being around Thomas at all um, he can't really for any amount of time which is he funny can't, <laughs> but like the fact that he even like He can even the fact that he even agrees to go on that trip is crazy because it's like the last thing Victor ever wants to hear is someone praise his, you know, deadbeat dad. And that's all Thomas wants to do. Um, Yeah. And like (laughs) hearing how their experiences, you know, Thomas being saved by Victor's dad, you know, making Victor's dad just this hero to Thomas and then. Victor having to live with his dad, dealing with the alcoholism and, like, guilt spurned by him accidentally burning that house down. And how that resulted in him, like, you know, beating his mom and him. and him. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, so compelling. And that scene where, what, Gary Farmer hits the kid in the car in the truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's such like a a vicious like smack i i and i ne- i'm never expecting it when it happens and it always shocks me when it does and i'm always like ugh yuck <laughs> um for, have you heard of me, an yeah,
0: nbc the- show from a couple of years back called uh <laughs> oh, shit, the slap the slap <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut the <fuck> up <laughs> i just really think that might be up your alley from what you're saying <laughs>
3: I mean, I I, I agree. I, I probably would have loved the slap, and, <laughs> I, I, and I probably would have enjoyed the slap right after the event. Do you guys remember the? No, event? that's the
0: one. BC? It's the that event. The one. event is what I'm thinking of.
3: <laughs> there was also the slap. I Wait, like
2: the is that that it's called the slap? Yeah. Is there two shows? There
3: was this. Yeah, there's the slap, and then there was the event. What is the
0: event? What is
3: the? I'm pretty sure we're
0: talking about the same thing now.
2: The event is definitely no, a show. That sounds shows. very familiar. But okay. let me
1: just say those are terrible show names. <laughs> if hold up, I'm not gonna hear that. But if that's a real the, show, that's terrible. The slap was a drama miniseries, so I don't think it's the one you're thinking of. Oh. No. Oh, there there is something called the Slap.
3: Yes. Yeah, the Slap, I think that was on NBC. Right, the I'm event
1: looking. was a mystery. <laughs>
3: <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs>
0: That's it, yeah. <laughs> that was their advertising the campaign. Was the event is a mystery? Hey, Zachary
2: Quinto is in this lap, and then, yeah, that's also the opening to the pilot episode, and that's also where the series ends.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, the the thirty-second <laughs> series with ads, and uh, <laughs> even after end credits, guys, their total runtime is a minute guys, and eighteen seconds.
3: I'm s- <laughs> Let me just apologize. I picked I picked a movie that's that's hard to make even jokes about. This movie is like (laughs) is podcast poison because it's just good and it's so sad. (laughs) No, we're we're finding our fun in
1: it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, Yeah, we we just had a we just had a nice little two minute joke on the the slap. That's that's good comedy. That's.
2: That's views. Fans of Smoke Signals, check out NBC's The Slap (laughs) this fall, starring (laughs) Zachary
0: Quinto. Hate episode. You saw him in
2: Heroes. Now see him as a villain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Alex, I think before we got on The Slap, were you about to say something? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the two aspects of this movie that stood out to me the most were definitely a the characters, like you guys pointed out and the writing the characters like you said ryan they're all super relatable and interesting and compelling and engaging i especially loved the side characters for example those two girls in the car they were just so fun it's such a fun addition to the movie and they were just so interesting their little banter about yeah drinking beer and drinking a coke and getting thomas and victor in the car it was just it was a lot of fun um, that was one of the moments of like
2: bad acting but decent writing. Like those were good characters. It was just their performances I was like, yeah. kind of distracted by, but that said they were still I mean it still stands out. The I, characters
1: I are great, apologies. the actors weren't great.
3: And I just in that scene too I just love how much is just shown and given to you as just like oh yeah, you're just viewing this like this slice of life, right? Where it's like yeah, the cars on the reservation are in pretty disrepair they're just they're they're going in reverse all the way to the bus stop pretty much and you see like the the radios like duct taped together and held Mm -hmm. together with rubber bands and all this stuff it's just ah yeah i love stuff like that i love the like you know because they probably could have gotten like a, a a regular functioning car but you know, they got like, uh, this, this, yeah, thing it just that feels so genuine in the world. It
1: adds the world building. And, and then Arnold's, yeah. no, sorry, Thomas's grandma and just their relationship there where they just seem like mm. best friends and like the little smiles they give each other are so cute. So yeah, the characters really stood out to me and the writing, especially the dialogue I thought was so well done. Like whenever they spoke, I was really interested in the movie. It was more, I don't know. I guess when characters weren't, weren't interacting with each other is kind of when, it lost me, the movie lost me, but yeah, all the dialogue was great. uh, I loved all Thomas's storytelling and the interactions with Susie eventually when they meet her and just it was expedition exposition done well um but yeah those are those are definitely the two parts that stood out to me the most that's the that's what had me hooked throughout this movie, and I think everything else. I wouldn't say it felt flat for me. It so just didn't wh- have... What is everything else you're describing, me. Alex? Because I don't
0: think there's much beyond what you just described. I think this is definitely mostly a character-driven so, movie.
1: Maybe I'm in the minority on this, but the story didn't do too much for me. Um I wasn't fully on board with the character arcs here. I... I I don't quite see what you were saying, Brendan, with Thomas's arc because yeah, I I was I was kind of curious
0: about that as well. Sorry to interrupt.
1: Yeah, no, he had that moment in the truck with him where he kind of snapped, but I I I wouldn't agree that that was his arc and that you know he becomes the stoic Native American that Victor kind of talked talked him into being because pretty much right after that accident accident scene, he goes back to wearing his suit, he goes back to having his hair in ponytails, and he goes back to like being the same old Thomas he was before. So. I think the point is he can, like, live with himself like that. Like, he's like, yeah,
2: this is me. Like, I don't need to live up to the idealistic Native American caricature, like, stoic and everything. I can, I can. Right, be well, him. yeah, no. I agree. And well, I, yeah. I
3: just don't feel like. Yeah, no, uh, well, and, and he was changed. clarify what I was, I didn't, I, I didn't mean it and, like, he made a full, like, he's a different person. I meant that, as like, that was a strength that he was unsure that he had. And that he relied on Victor for, but in that moment he was able to embody that strength in it, it, it like himself, and not and stand up to Victor, um, which once again that doesn't mean that he needs to you know change everything about it, but just like that moment where he was able to like take the reins, uh, uh, uh and, and prove that he had sure. All of that stuff that he envied in Victor, not that he became someone more like. Victor. Right, right. I
1: I just feel like maybe not just having that one single character beat to show that, and instead of, and and instead. Well that's fair. You know, demonstrating that a little more later on in the movie. Uh, like for example, when they get with the with the cop, like at that point he also kind of lost his spine there, and so I feel like he kind of backtracked. I mean, I, okay, I guess that happened. No, yeah, that happened after the yeah, truck no, accident. That happened after. So I feel like he kind of backtracks in that moment, too. So, yeah, that I don't really buy the arc there. Um, and I don't really understand why people love and defend this Arnold character because he was just a bad person. So that's something I wanted. There, there
0: were a couple things that I want to jump off, but this was one thing I really wasn't a fan of was when it, Susie is the girl who's friends with Arnold at the end of the movie, right? That's yeah. her name, okay. That was Susie one song. of the things.
1: What'd you say? I was just saying Susie's song. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So that was one of the things that I was like, when when she's arguing to Victor why his dad was better than Victor thought, and she says, you know, well he ran back into the fire for you, you know, he and I'm sitting here and I'm like. That's the bar, sweetheart. That's that's not exceeding expectations. That's what you're supposed to do in that situation. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I just didn't get that argument of, hey, your dad was better than you thought. Like, no, he, he caused a fire and he did the bare minimum to, to revert back. Like, saving Thomas was a much better act in my opinion uh in terms of like showing victor or uh arnold's uh courage and gumption but like yeah that because that kind of felt like they were trying to really punch that in as like hey this is this is arnold's redeeming act and i i wasn't buying it
1: yeah and i, I never felt bad for arnold but Even throughout the whole movie, because, you know, at the beginning, you just don't really like him all that much because he beats his wife and beats his kid and he's a drunk all the time and leaves him. And at the end, you come to find out, you know, he's the one who accidentally caused the fire. Oh, he ran back in for Victor and, you know, he loved you guys and stopped drinking. But after all that, I'm like, okay, I still don't like the guy. Like, I I, I still don't get why. Yeah. Like, I I don't I I don't see a redemption anywhere. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I I don't I don't think that the point because I mean, even Victor, I don't. Like I don't think the point is for for you to l- like <laughs> like um Arnold uh, by that point, but that's movie. what I think Susie wanted
1: I, Victor to go into the RV well, for but, to but, find but, the picture as says home and or just kind of love his dad again
3: Yeah 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 well no I think that I think that Susie once again represents like represents Arnold at you know the end of his life where he has kind of tried to atone. rehabilitated himself. Um, uh, a great deal. So obviously, Susie's going to have that, like that sort of image of him be the base, and then all that terrible stuff that he did, you know, colors in that base. But her her default view is still, you know, Arnold on that basketball court talking about his son in that like complimentary way. And I think that's what it. I think that's sort of what it's showing, and what she's trying to show Victor is that this was a very complicated person. And when she says he went back in for you, I don't think she's saying that as like, well, look at, he did a good thing. Cause obviously he did a good thing by going back in at all. Um, you know, even to save Thomas, he did a good, like, like you said, Kyle, like obviously that's the bar, but I think she was tapping into an insecurity with Victor where it, you know victor was like he came he went back in for somebody else he didn't go back in for me but like to reassure him like no he was going in for you once again still not like you know not 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 something that that launders his image very much at all but i think that that's just her trying to get through to to victor in some way hmm. to show that his dad did love him same thing with okay. why she tells him the story about the, uh, you know, about him playing, you know, basketball or whatever mm-hmm. is just trying to show him like, hey, your dad did care about you. Your dad did love you. And I don't and Victor, even after he sees that image, I, I, I don't get the impression that he has let go of 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 all of the all of that negative feelings towards his father. But I think that he does forgive his father in that moment. You know, he cuts his hair off. And I think he he, he forgives his father and he lets go of that hatred. And once again, when uh, Thomas confronts him in the truck, I think that's that last bit of it sort of being brushed up against of like, hey, you are, you know, emotionally abusive to your mother. You know, even though you're not, You know, hitting her, and you're emotionally abusing her by, you know, essentially abandoning her in her own home and sort of ignoring her and, you know, treating her, you know, like a stranger. Um, And I think that once again, I think this movie is about confronting those complicated parts of people. and, And I think that the journey for Victor was realizing that his father, even though he left, he left because he was overwrought with guilt being in that situation in that community after what he did and drinking himself into this, you know, drunken rage that was giving him more guilt um, and needing to just escape that. And then what Susie says, the, the line, he didn't intend to die here or whatever, yeah. um, you know, like he was planning to make amends in some way. He just didn't know how, and he didn't have the 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 confidence or the courage um to, to do so yet. But it was not his intention to stay there until he died. Um so I think that all of that is sort of meant to to propel Victor into being like, Alright, I have to let some of this go. I have to forgive my father in some way so that I can continue with my life and not just do nothing and basically become my father in my own way, um, in in a bad way, um, and do something with my life. uh.
1: I I just don't... So I
3: think that's the the arc. I don't think think you're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, Arnold's a good guy. No, right, right. But even given all that, I
1: don't completely buy sort of Victor, I wouldn't say redeeming his dad, but kind of coming to terms with his dad, because... Like, what were the big moments? Him finding out that he came in the burning house to save Victor, finding that photograph that said home of his family, Um and, like, the basketball story, just him, like, talking great things about his son. That doesn't uh, – while those are all nice things, and if I was Victor, I'd say, oh, that was great, but he still beat me. He still beat my mom. He still ran away. That's fine that he uh didn't intend to die in this RV park, but he did. Because he left us. If I was Victor, I, I just don't, I wouldn't come to terms with that. The biggest moment for Victor's character was definitely the argument in the car with Thomas where he kind of exposes him for, for almost being his father. And I think that did a lot more for his character than anything, any realizations he made about his dad. Um, and for that reason, I, I feel like the ending scene where he throws his ashes into the river Well, like very well done, the music picking up and and him screaming out really, you know, made me feel sad for him. I just don't feel like, I don't know, like the character, it just didn't seem not authentic. I I don't feel like the character got to that point naturally, and I don't think that it made sense for that character to get to that point.
2: I uh, I, I
0: agree with the both of you, just to put that in. Go on, Ryan.
2: I was just going to say, like, I don't, I don't think... father is ever painted as a hero or anything it's more just like he struggles and he is a complicated character who has issues and those issues manifested themselves in these abusive tendencies uh, upon his own family which is really sad and that's why Victor was so you know kind of throughout his life distraught and he didn't understand why his father left and everything and that obviously carried all the way up through adulthood and so by the time that he goes and he realized his father's dead he's like trying to convince himself he doesn't care about his father when clearly deep down his father did care and so and i think deep down he knew that but he he was just kind of ignoring it or hiding it or shying away from it because of the pain he was feeling and i i think the the thing the that really kind of did it for his character was like understanding that it wasn't anything he or his mom did it was just that his dad had issues and he had to come to terms with that I think he tried to pin it on himself, maybe he tried to pin it on his mom, uh, like find some excuse why his dad who was, I don't know, <laughs> I don't, I don't exactly know what I'm trying to say, but he's basically, I just think it it boils down to his dad being somebody who had his issues and <laughs> he had to come to terms with that. And I think that's all to, it was really to, yeah. trying to, to sum say.
1: it up in a sentence. I, I understand the, the goal they're trying to go here of like kind of showing Victor. Yes, he was bad, but it's because he was a broken man. But I still don't think they showed enough about Arnold to justify Victor coming to terms with his dad. That's all I'm saying.
3: I mean, I, 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 I could I could see that. I mean I think that, I think that we're supposed to extrapolate certain things. So like obviously, the memories that we see that we're sort of living through uh, Victor with, you know, those abusive memories, are the memories that he's sort of latched onto. And for, what, 20 years since his father's been gone, those are the memories that he's kept with him. And I think Susie brings out some of those softer memories. And we only see, like, one of those softer memories. um, Really. And I feel like if we had gotten maybe another one, uh, that might have been better. But, like, the basketball memory, even though he didn't win, he didn't make the winning shot or whatever, that still seems to be, like, a like a pleasant memory it's them sharing this 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 thing that they both cared about together um and i think that that might i think that was the intention behind you know finding the the uh the photo in the rv one i just i love the i love that he goes into the rv and he immediately is like overcome with the smell of it that's great that's in the that's in the short story so that was a moment where i you know everyone's been feeling this way since Dune came out where you just see something in a book that's now in the movie and you're like, oh my god, this person read the book. Awesome. But that was me when he (laughs) walked into that RV and he was like, oh it smells. Yeah. Um, And that's um, Can't attest. I love that. That smell
0: does not go away.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's
2: the thing. It's, I think that's the physical embodiment of him coming to terms with the the stink of his father and he's like this is my father it stinks <laughs> yeah wow but that's a, he's that's like a that big one, name, uh, that one pleasant huh. but despite the stink yeah. his father did love him and he's like okay so it wasn't my fault it's not anybody's fault except my father and his kind of destructive tendencies and, yeah, and i it think is, it's also important is, to remember was, but...
3: yeah i think it's also important to remember the amount of like distance between victor and like these events Like the last time we see him with his father, Victor's like 12, 13, maybe 12. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's so much time in between, you know, that and then him finding out that his father died and he's lived so much and probably, you know, confronted a lot of these things prior um, without any resolution. So him, you know, also getting this resolution to these questions that he's these questions that he's been asking for a majority of his life I mean that's cathartic in and of itself. Yeah. But now that he's also, you know, in a position where he's able to, you know, the the answers that he's that he's getting are probably the best answers he could have gotten outside of your father was in the CIA and he was he was made and he had to flee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something that completely turns him into like a full hero. Um, you know, th- this was like the best. The best answer he could have gotten. Yeah, uh, and I think that he sort of. I, I think that the character has to recognize that, and I think that's why he's able to. I mean, that's the thing too. He doesn't like. He still is struggling in the truck, and that. And I think that he has like the weight of all of this um, revelation on his back, and then the con- confrontation with Thomas breaks it, and finally lets it all wash over him. And, you know, and you see that when he's running to go get help is he's like thinking about his father and he's thinking about all this stuff uh, and he's sort of working through all of that emotion, you know, while he's running.
2: Yeah, I, I think it, it boils down to I take this as a coming of age story and it's more about Victor becoming his own person aside from who his father was in his life. He can come to terms with it yeah. and move on. And that's what it's about. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly, Brendan, that it's probably very cathartic to him because this was something that has probably just been eating him for years after his father left. And so to finally come to terms with it just and like face Gilbert it, Grape. like to, to just stop ignoring it is cathartic in itself. So I, I don't even know that it's necessarily him accepting his father or like forgiving him. It's more just like, yes, he was that person, but I'm my own person. I can move forward from this. I think that's what it was mainly about.
3: I, uh... Yeah. I just like that that punctuated with Kyle's... I, uh... (laughs) Hey,
0: well, I I don't know. I, like, I I hear everything (laughs) you guys are saying. And, like, I see... I, I don't disagree with any of it. I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I can't get into this for some reason. Like even, I just can't grab onto this. I, I don't
3: know. I just don't get this or like, no, I mean, I, I think that, I think that there are aspects to this movie that, that would cause it to bounce off, um, certain individuals. <laughs> uh, I, I kid, um, but no, I mean, I, I think that even the visuals of this movie, I, I, like, I love the way this movie looks yeah, it's beautiful a lot. Um, but I, I I think that there is also an aspect to, you know, the music and some of the choices, like even that scene where he's running and you see like uh, Gary Farmer, like his silhouette with the fire where it's like, I mean, you, you, you could be that far in the movie and then that could that could bounce people off of it well and so that, that's, that's interesting
0: that you bring inherently up the, uh, a little bit
3: like goofy to look at but because i, I would say the only, swelling in that moment
0: the only thing that i would say i don't like about this movie
3: is the aesthetics of it uh see that's what that that, I, I, that was what i was kind of feeling your problem with okay interesting because yeah but, no like i had it i had it is... written down
0: it felt very much so like a tv movie to me like yeah okay
3: yeah and a
1: budget of two million dollars
3: yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a very very uh, um very indie movie <laughs> well i was
1: gonna say two million dollars um, seems like a lot more than it looks like
2: yeah i I think it goes a lot i i love the aesthetic of this movie i I think oh i do the, too uh, i'm just the, saying that I, I can see how this would bounce kyle off of it
0: yeah, I, I don't I just I don't know. It, it wasn't like it was small shots or anything. Um,
2: like oh, yeah. I figured you would like this considering how much you like Nomadland, which has way less going on in it than this. <laughs> so yeah, I but again, I just I didn't fall in
3: love with like any of these shots at all. Uh, I mean, I I think that I think you know? that I think that they can they can appear. I mean, everything can appear uh, bland to some person, but I think that these—I think that the way this movie is filmed, particularly, um, might you know the the sort of art of it might get lost on, on on more people than than other films. I mean, obviously, you're comparing this to a Chloe Zhao movie, right? Uh, Eternal. You know, that's almost unfair. Yeah, Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, that's almost you know, because obviously, there you know, Nomadland has some like you know these color graded shots that are you know at these and I, I wouldn't even compare the two stuff like really. that, but um, because I
0: mean, again, also, well, no, it's but, just but that, you, you know what I-, I know what you're saying, yeah. Like I mean, the, just n- not only that, Nomadland's 22 years newer than this, so it's got insane quality cameras
3: compare it to another 90s movie right like i mean if you compare it to another 90s movie obviously the budget's going to be bigger on like something like unforgiven um but you know once again you're looking at the same types of you know these wide landscape shots and stuff uh and these close-ups on people it's like obviously one has a very different look and is graded uh color graded differently and and things like that that kind of gussy it up a little bit more than this movie has, but I love how, I don't know, like genuine and, and, and raw this movie feels like this movie feels like it's, it, I feel like I'm, I'm literally in the bus with them. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like I totally agree. I I, love the the way this
2: movie looks. I love the lens that this is shot through. Yeah. I don't want it shot on anything else,
3: (laughs) but I, I, but in the same way that snatch could bounce someone off in the first shot, just from how it looks. <laughs> I think that this, yeah, I think that this movie has that same, and I think it's the nineties too. I think low budget movies in the nineties just have that like flip a coin, whether or not you're going to be in for the way this movie looks hmm. kind of feeling. And you know, sometimes they hit, sometimes they miss. They always hit with me because I love, I love the way nineties movies look. So I'll never hate one, but um, I could see that bouncing you off. I mean, I'm kind of putting words in your mouth. No, so I,
0: I think because like, like again,
3: I, I I don't really know why,
0: but I think that definitely is. Now that we're kind of talking about it, that's definitely yeah. I definitely didn't uh, resonate with me that much. Uh, another thing, uh, the 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 score, I couldn't help but chuckle at, and kind of reinforced my TV movie because I I feel like whenever you have a guitar-heavy score. <laughs> It just, it feels a little cheesy to me of, uh, you know, when they're playing licks and it's like, wow
3: like, uh, you know, I, 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 I agree. And I disagree. I think that, I think for me personally, the weakest part of this movie, uh, is the score. Uh, I don't. I I wish this had a different score. I I think that it has some great moments to it, but I like you said those like guitar licks and stuff. I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. I think that there's one example of like a legitimately great uh oh maybe two. Well, I mean there's obviously more examples. I'm now thinking of like at least 4 in my head right now, but the one that I always go to of like a score with guitar licks that I really um find myself emotionally invested in is uh jeremy zuckerman the composer of the avatar shows uh he does documentaries like nature documentaries as well he did a a score for a documentary called bear track and that has a that has guitar licks in them Hmm. like like it for for particular tracks it is honestly fantastic but i once again i think that you know if there's a there's a skill there that you're paying for with jeremy zuckerman and i don't like i i didn't look up the composer of this movie but i would say that if if everything else about this movie tracks this might be someone with less experience than someone who's responsible for scoring one of the most like influential cartoons of the past 10 years you know like
1: (laughs) for reference um the composer is bc smith
3: and some of his most notable movies
1: have been four barbie movies okay yeah see that's oh. that's
2: oh, probably. So he's, a, he's an artiste then is what you're
3: saying <laughs> No. Now, now which Barbie movies was it the Barbie movies that are based off of ballets like the Nutcracker or Swan Lake oh, because that, at that those point are some good that's ones. cheating those are
1: some good no we have Barbie a Fashion Fairy Tale Barbie a Mermaid Tale um,
3: oh shit Barbie okay. a
1: Mermaid Tale 2 and Barbie okay. Princess School put some respect School. On that name
3: then
2: I'm just going to say it. Barbie and the Nutcracker slaps. I I mean, that's a good movie. It does. You guys remember that Bat character in Barbie and the Nutcracker?
3: (laughs) That cool, funny
2: Bat. I love that Bat character.
3: I do. I'm going to look him Uh, up right now. I got to get that serotonin. (laughs) I honestly have probably like a stack of 12 Barbie, uh, like CGI animated movies from my childhood. How many non-CGI animated Barbie movies do you have? (laughs) Just the one. <laughs> no, I, I... What? No, Pim there the is bat. a live-action Barbie movie coming out. What? Doesn't it have... Um, What? Really? It has, like, the... It has Margot Robbie and, I think... As Barbie? Someone ridiculous plays Ken. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is Ken, yeah. All right.
2: I put Pim the Bat in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's there very he is! Funny, but... I, I like it. A lot. <laughs> Pin the bat rocks.
3: Oh my god, you everybody go look him
1: up. The director of this Barbie movie is Greta Gerwig. <laughs> You're kidding. Wait, Nutcracker? Which one? No, the live action Barbie no, one. with Margot oh. Robbie and Ryan Gosling. A doll living in Barbie land is expelled for not being perfect enough and sits. Wait, off is this gonna be like a legitimate
0: movie? Oh man. Yeah. yeah, those are well, two big it's... name actors and a big name director. <laughs>
2: I bet it's going to be very, very subtle with its uh, themes.
3: <laughs>
2: Noah Bombach? Uh, all right, we should part? probably stop talking about Barbie. Are we? Uh... Wait,
3: Noah Bombach?
0: <laughs> Wait, you <he>
2: wrote
3: that? <laughs> Wait, Noah Bombach Wait,
0: is Noah Bombach
3: Yeah, he's he's married to Greta Gerwig now, or they're dating or something. But uh, either way, he wrote the like. Madagascar threes. Noah Baumbach <laughs> wrote the screenplay for Barbie. Yes, All right, this cool. is going
1: to be a movie to put on your uh, most anticipated list.
0: Did not know this was happening, and I, I I'm going to put a motion forward to change Kino Clash to a Barbie <laughs> movie anticipation podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We'll put a we'll put an update anytime there's there's anything in the news for it, we'll we'll talk about it. All in favor? Aye. Um, yeah. Why not? Aye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll have to I'll pull I'll I'll pull up like a, a like a nice like twenty five to eighty five second like bumper to put in to like transition into the Barbie oh, news segment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess transitioning back. Uh, any other any other thoughts, or should we get to final?
3: Uh, I'm I'm ready for finals. I'm I ready. think we. Covered... I'm ready for final. I I mean, yeah. Uh, what I'm going last, right? For finals? Yeah, I you think th- so. I mean, I I don't think it matters for final thoughts as much as voting. Yeah, voting Let's is say. the one where okay. we want. Okay, the well then I'll we go first. I'll I'll go first then because I fucking love this movie and I want to talk about it more. Okay. Um, i love i i love this movie I love the performances in this movie I love anything like a lot of my picks for this are are movies that just sort of put you in i don't know like a like a situation now <laughs> Rocketeer and a couple of the other ones are exceptions where they're just movies that I enjoy watching but like i i I genuinely love movies like this where you're in the lives of these people for like uh, you know a, a couple weeks and you get to see them go through like the most important moment in their life and that's you're you're just the lucky son of a bitch who gets to watch it um
0: brendan i don't know if you know what ryan's number one movie is but you're in for a treat buddy
3: <laughs> <laughs> wait what is your number one <laughs>
2: I don't know, Brendan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't remember what it is.
2: Kino Clash is going to love my movie.
3: <laughs> Are you not catching Wait, Forrest on? Gump? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Forrest oh. Gump. Oh. Okay, was, I... That was perfect. That's too long. That's too long to spend with a character. <laughs> Um, peas and carrots anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh my god ryan i just thought that was your your actual voice for a second i was i was so confused <laughs> kino clash made um, fun of my accent <laughs> <Jesus Christ>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: anyway. sorry to interrupt your role
0: brendan but it was worth it <laughs>
3: It was. I love this movie. Um, I'm so glad that I got to show this to two people who hadn't seen it and one person who saw it in high school or middle school or something. Um, you know, yeah. I am I, I just like a movie like this. I, I, I love the emotion behind the script of this, even if the performances don't always carry it. Um, I think that the direction is great. You know, yeah, sometimes, like, the ending shot of him throwing the ashes you know out into the into the river or whatever and you get like the crossfades and stuff maybe someone might look at that and go a little over the top with the narration i say give me more of that i love that that's all i want from a movie i want something so over the top written and emotional that i just i can just slurp it up that's all i want <laughs> i drink that milkshake i slurp it up <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's That's get another good that. movie. I should have put that on my list. <laughs> I love that movie. I Winston still haven't Cena? seen it. That's a blood. great movie. There will be blood. Yeah, there will be
2: blood. That's PTA, baby. I love Paul Thomas Anderson.
0: I'll uh I'll go next so we have some contradiction. Um Yeah, I I can I, I can see everything why you guys would like this movie. Uh and I, I really appreciate it same as after uh Back to the Future. I really appreciate that, and it certainly helped me. Uh, and I also appreciate you helped me figure out why it just didn't really work with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't dislike it, but I will. And I'm, I, I, I'll put it out there. I am glad I got to see it. at the At the end of the day, I'm, I. This was not a waste of time, and. I, I am glad Brendan got to share this movie. That being said, I will uh not be thinking about it much. <laughs> um
3: You should show it to your dad though. Once again, me and him have the same taste. I tell you what, he might. He might. You might be onto something <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, with that, uh I will I will go ahead and pass the mic.
2: Okay. Um Yeah. I, I just think this is a really great, funny coming of age story shot through a really unique perspective um I really I like most thing most things about it except for the acting i I think it really fell off in that department in many instances throughout um the child actors were egregiously bad <laughs> and a lot of the, a lot of the one-off characters were pretty bad but i in some ways that added to the charm um but all in all it boiled down to a really enjoyable relatable experience and I I'm really glad I watched it like I said earlier I love movies that are shot through a very unique perspective that show you a slice of life that you wouldn't normally see and this is a movie that I've never seen anything like and for that reason it's definitely going to stick with me Um, the humor is going to stick with me the characters the journey I think it's pretty great and I'm glad that we discussed and determined that it is low budget because it did kind of feel like that but again, I think that adds to the charm. A lot of the negative things add to the charm. Even if it uh, doesn't make a technically sound experience, it is enjoyable still. And yeah, so overall, really enjoyed it.
1: And as for me, I really liked the characters, like I said. That was, that, that was my favorite part of the movie. Just Everyone was just so interesting and had a, an interesting dynamic to them. Um, The writing stood out to me because the dialogue just really, I don't know, anytime a character talk, I, w- I was in on it. Um And while you didn't quite like the aesthetic, Kyle, I did like like you, Brendan and Ryan have been saying, it was so interesting to see this culture and this um just group of people that I honestly know so little about. And I love hearing like the little inside jokes they have. And the little news broad- broadcaster they have, just that kind of stuff. Since it's such an isolated community, it's just so interesting to kind of get a glimpse into that world. Um, so this movie, full of charm. What just didn't do it for me was I was not satisfied with the outcome of these characters and, and their ultimate. I, I don't feel like their arc was warranted or deserved. And um, the character of Arnold, I don't feel like. Their goal of showing like, yes, he was bad, but it's because he's broken and living with guilt uh, didn't impact me as much as it may have you guys. I still think he is a I don't think his character was worth. I don't think his son should have uh basically come to terms with his dad based on the kind of details we were given. But other than that, it was a nice movie. I enjoyed it. I just didn't love it, and the problems I had with it kind of diminished the experience. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and
0: with that, uh, yeah.
2: So I guess we're we're voting, right?
0: Let's go into voting. I think uh, let's do the same order. This is work. the tenth one. This is. I have no idea. What I like I.
2: Yeah, no, Alex, I
0: think uh, I, I you're you're last, buddy. We we we're, we're doing a drum roll suspense. My, yeah,
3: my vote I I my vote is for 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 Smoke Signals over Great Waldo Pepper.
0: Gonna expand on that at all or
3: Uh Nope. I like Smoke I, yeah, I like Smoke Signals more. Smoke I, Signals is my Great movie. <laughs> yeah, it's my movie. Uh no, I I I like Great Waldo Pepper, but like I feel like Great Waldo Pepper honestly drags. Smoke Signals, uh, I I was never I, I never felt like it dragged, but I think that that second act or third act of Waldo Pepper can get a little long, um. And uh, Smoke Signals does not have that problem. I think it I think it's constantly introducing new things and keeping you uh, um involved in the characters in some way, shape, or form for the entire movie. Uh, and I certainly never felt, I, I never feel the runtime on Smoke Signals, but I feel it with Great Waldo Pepper, especially that second time when I knew what was coming. Sometimes you feel it. <laughs> uh, cause that's a long movie. That's a long movie. Um, I think it's and, only two yeah. hours.
1: I will say Smoke Signals did not overstay its welcome. It was a perfect length.
3: No. It, it got in, got out. It was. It, it gave you. It gave you a, a nice, succinct story, and then it said goodbye. And I think I really like the story. I really like the characters. I really like the emotional arc of it. I, I. I love everything about this movie, and I don't love everything about. Um, well, I guess I don't like the score, but. I love everything but the score in this movie, and there are things, there are more things that I don't like about Waldo Pepper.
0: And I dislike everything in Waldo Pepper except the score. <laughs> except the score. <laughs> the score and the stunts. Um, Alright, very succinct. Well said. Uh, and, yeah, I, I don't think any big surprise here. Uh, I'm going to vote Waldo Pepper. Uh, a... I can see everybody's complaints with Waldo Pepper. Uh, but I, as far as enjoying an enjoyable movie experience goes, it is what I am smiling <laughs> the majority, especially when he bashes his best friend's head in. It's I just, just have a big a old good goofy good. grin. <laughs> I was going to
3: say, like, <laughs>
0: uh, no, I. I know,
3: you, sound like, you sound like a <laughs> fucking psychopath. I'm smiling. The yeah, it's whole a time joke, Brendan. I was, well, I was
0: joking. I would joke alert everybody. <laughs> we have to were. have joke I alerts you, on the podcast now. I
3: did realize what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fine, I don't smile when Waldo Pepper bashes his best friend's head in. There, I said it. But the when the woman falls dead. off the plane... Well, that's just a comedy. On. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, the the highs of Waldo Pepper, uh, I am smiling and I'm laughing and I'm having a great time. The very dark <laughs> lows hit me hard. And I think there are just... It, the, the raw amount of just movie going, if I think that's the term I'll use, just the raw amount of movie going I get out of watching Waldo Pepper uh, is just, it's, I, I would downright say it's close to unparalleled. Like it's,
3: it is a movie that I, oh, shit. well, I about. guess, I guess these votes are going to be, if it wins, we'll know what, <laughs> what's happening in all the votes now. Wait, what do you mean? that it's unparalleled so anytime if this makes it parallel to
0: me you ass come on that was that was lazy brendan that was lazy go on ryan my vote goes to waldo (laughs) pepper
2: cut all this out (laughs) Uh, yeah we'll see (laughs) um anyways uh yeah waldo pepper was i honestly just pretty underwhelming for me throughout waldo was interesting up to a point and then it tailed off for me It really dragged in the the second, third act of the movie. The only parts I really liked about it were the stunts and the very final scenes. Uh, So this this decision isn't too tough for me. I, I connected a lot with Smoke Signals. I thought it had a really unique lens. I thought it did a lot of stuff really great. And the areas where it struggled added to the charm slightly. I don't think it's like... Honestly, I don't I don't think Smoke Signals is like a, a great movie or anything like that, but it's feel good, it's a coming of age movie. I like the humor, I like the characters. It's a really unique really really unique. Uh, uh there's not a lot of movies like it uh to say. And Waldo Pepper's just like uh, very forgettable to me. So, uh
1: my vote wow. is Smoke Signals. Forgettable is not a word out would get to Waldo Pepper. Waldo Pepper yeah. is. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Really a, Thank- a unique kind of movie. <laughs> Before I I get into my final thoughts, are these characters, Victor and Thomas, are they in high school? Yeah. Okay, Thomas is the oldest looking high schooler since Tobey Maguire.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, have you seen Back to the Future? That's
1: true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll jump into my final thoughts or uh, my Damn, my vote. That was
3: so good.
1: You got me there. Um, Turn
2: against him, Alex. Turn against Great Waldo Pepper for for Kyle's expression
1: against Batman's future. Do it, Brendan. We both went in the same direction. <laughs> um. Well, I'll just come out and say it. My vote goes to the Great Waldo
3: Pepper. I got... Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what, no, I mean... What, what, is, what is rated higher? Well, uh, no, let, let oh, Alex continue, finish, continue, and yeah, then, then we'll get to yeah. it.
1: I didn't think that was going to be such a surprise. I, I I thought I made it pretty clear that smoke signals didn't do a lot for me, and the Great Waldo Pepper, while well, I didn't agree that Waldo was hope my necessarily... my get a, mad at me right there. <laughs> Waldo wasn't always the most realistic or, you know, you just don't, you don't sympathize with him during the movie because he kind of just is a psychopath. Um The movie as a whole did way more for me. The stunts were amazing. The score was amazing. The story was just a fun romp, obviously, besides the killing. Um And I don't know. And, and of course, that time period is just always fun to see. Just all in all, as a as a complete package, it did a lot for me than Smoke Signals. Smoke Signals. No, this is not this is not a negative. I'm about to point out, but it was a lot more somber and kind of meticulous and took its time more. And I appreciate that and I see the appeal in that. But it just, I mean, I, I got way more enjoyment out of The Great Wall of Pepper, and I, I wasn't satisfied with this with the characters in the end of Smoke Signals.
0: Um, all right. Okay, I have what. The- I have the Great Waldo Pepper letterbox pulled up.
2: Uh, I, I have them both. You have them both? All right. All I right. Go I ahead and uh, I, do I,
0: I Well, I, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I'm pretty sure Smoke Signals is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was going to say, do we, do we want to hedge bets? I'm obviously out on this one. But uh, what do, what do you guys
3: think, Brendan signals. and Alex?
1: I think Smoke Signals.
3: I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <right>. I can't. <laughs> Too much anxiety. <laughs> Uh,
2: do you guys, do you want me to read it then? Yeah, go Great Waldo Pepper on and main? then Smoke right. Signals. Yes, please. The Great Waldo Pepper on Letterboxd has an average rating of 3.3 3 stars out of 5 with two fans. <laughs> as in two people uh, reviewed it? As in two people put it in their favorite movies. Oh, I was going to say. Kyle English is the one IMDb. of them. <laughs> I said that to be. That, that was not in good spirit. I'm sorry. That, that's, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, and then Smoke the gray, Signals wall, the a good movie. has an average rating of 3.5 out of 5. Fuck! Winning by oh. 0.2 oh, stars. That was close. And that was very, very close.
3: My first win! Um, so, yes! Oh, that's that said Smoke
2: Signals does does take the cake. Well, go ahead, Ryan. Be consistent.
1: How many fans do Smoke Signals have? 64. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And I just checked the IMDb scores and Smoke Signals wins in the IMDb score as well.
3: You tried tried to beat me with the popular vote, I see. But this this election isn't rigged.
1: Also, Rotten Tomatoes is consistent. Uh, well, <laughs>
3: hold I... on, hold on. We're getting we're getting election results from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> out here. It is consistent. It is consistent. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, all right. Kino
0: stats. We've had two Thai movies. Both of them have had my movie, and I have lost both ties.
1: American Animals was a tie.
0: No, no. Uh, uh, snatch, snatch versus. Uh... Oh. Yeah, I know you tried to block out everything about Snatch, but yeah, that one no. did end up as a tie.
1: <laughs> Listen, the, the movie was fine. I, I say I hate it more than I actually do. Um,
0: well, I am. God, I'm, I, I actually am a little surprised that I you fucking
1: won Kino Clash. Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So why, why are you so surprised that I voted for Pu- Waldo Pepper?
0: I, it wasn't as surprising as Brendan's flip to Snatch. Um, that was that was a
2: Kino Clash. Uh, <laughs> Upset. We, we, is there is there going to be a term for that? Uh, a, a mind boggle or a, a, a mind swap? <laughs> a
1: snatch.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, Kino Clash. Call it a Clash. snatch. That would work. I, I think I think that works. Call it a snatch. <laughs> what Brendan switching, switching to snatch? snatch? Well, anytime someone flip flops on something like that, just call it a snatch. I don't. That's I don't like that. Snatch. I don't like that. I'd like to work on this more. <laughs> a better movie,
1: <laughs> maybe For the name Say it again
3: <sighs>
1: uh, Maybe we should use a, a name based off a better movie
3: mm. Yeah, but I feel like there it goes. works Instead like, of like, that, like the movie that you're <laughs> flip-flopping to Snatched that vote
2: like It's it not bad I, I, Yeah, I, I, I'm kinda i kind of with Brynn I like the term
1: snatch c- It's up to you, Keto village.
0: Clashers The vote will be out Later this week <laughs>
3: <laughs> follow us on twitter instagram and facebook for the poll i just like the idea of having a poll that's like should we call it snatch or anything else <laughs> yeah there's uh. four votes
2: and it's all of us <laughs>
3: <laughs> well no i i
0: was i was surprised alex because i didn't think you i i, I figured this was going to be close for you going in Um, and I had a feeling you might go Waldo Pepper instead, so mostly my excitement was just that I did get another tie and didn't lose straight up. That is just a nice little bit of satisfaction. Um, but also, no, I'm just, I, I'm very happy that you,
1: you liked great Waldo Pepper. I, the more, I like it more looking back on it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm surprised by that because, yeah, you were definitely a little more, uh, on it on last week.
3: And Alex, I, I also want to say that my surprise I'm, uh, is, is more in like, a I have a toddler baby brain. And the fact that it was just this withheld uh, sort of knowledge meant that anything you could have said would have been surprising because I had <laughs> my own ego staked on, on the sort of competition of this. So you could have said, like, I abstain from voting. My vote goes to I back to the future. <laughs> yeah, like you could have said anything. You, you could have said my vote goes to al gore <laughs> and i would have screamed and 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 hollered in and amazement because i i was just full of anxiety and oh God, uh God. excitement well, i think it's
1: time to spin the wheel guys yeah i've it, yeah, uh,
2: got oh the one to 26 pulled up here oh hold up yeah oh, let wait, me get my wait, bracket oh my out
3: the, the excitement is taking me again All right, wait, for those of
2: you at home, Kyle is grabbing a hot towel to or a cold towel to cool himself down be <laughs>
0: Wait, before we roll, we haven't done a anticipated matchup in a couple of episodes, so. Oh, we haven't. Yeah, let's do that. First. Let's uh, everybody. We'll, okay. we'll go round robin. Anticipated matchup.
3: What we're hoping for. Kick it. We'll off, do. We'll make up. it one. Can you you can only
0: them. choose one. Yeah, no. Someone else go. I'm gonna have to.
3: If we're picking, I'll on, go. I'll go. I'll go. I have mine locked and loaded. I'm excited for Metropolis and uh what citizen that's Camp. a good one that's a good one that i'm so excited for that i love metropolis so much i've been uh, i to me it's a christmas movie it's got no re- it's not it's not a christmas movie there it doesn't take place during christmas at least not I like Die Hard. Really Think so no it's not like Die Hard. it's not like <laughs> batman returns it's not a christmas movie but just because of how tied it is to um like blues and jazz music, which I just associate with Christmas for whatever reason. Um, I just always think of it around Christmas time because like, I I always pull up there, the cover of uh, what uh, St. James infirmary that's in that movie around Christmas. I love that cover. It's so good. Um, And I just really want, I just really want to experience this movie with people who I know haven't seen it. Like it's, it's such a rare gem of animation. Uh, and I know it's going to fucking kill Orson Welles. <laughs> Just fucking slaughter him. Just dig him up out of his grave, shit on his face, and burn him. God, it's God. so much better than Citizen Kane.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Uh,
2: what, did you find one, Kyle? I did. I can go. Um, you can go ahead. So there,
0: there are. I feel like I went a little bit too hard on Orson. No, you <laughs> did not. That is staying, baby. <laughs> the,
2: uh, yeah, the, the 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 Wells Estate is not going to be happy with this transgression.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna send the aliens to my house. Um,
2: there are
0: there they're are they're a going. ton of movies I've been watching. It's it, I was I was reflecting on this actually. <laughs> All the movies of mine that we've watched so far, um, I haven't. Uh, they've they've definitely been the ones, like, I haven't been really excited to watch, but that means most of the ones left, I am. Uh, that being said, I think the one I'm most excited for right now is, uh, the Sisters Brothers versus City of God. Um, that's a 4v13 matchup. I think that's gonna be a pretty big upset also,
3: but... I'm excited for that, too, because I haven't, I haven't seen any of those. You haven't haven't seen seen City of God, so...
0: No. How about that? Yeah, no, they are they are both fantastic movies. Uh, but yeah, no, I've I've kind of got a cowboy itch right now, and I'd like to watch the Sisters Brothers. Um, are you gonna watch uh, News of the World? I had no interest in it ever, and I still don't. Yeah, me neither. It's on HBO Max now. <laughs> oh, but is it
3: like? Yeah. You gonna
0: watch Finch? I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it's a Tom Hanks Apple TV movie, the second one. All right, well, sci-fi. It looks all right. All right, Ryan or Alex?
2: I'll go Go ahead, Ryan. Um, I'm looking forward to Steve Racer.
4: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For those of
2: you at home, that's uh, Steve Jobs versus Speed Racer. And for some reason, I had it in my mind that one of us said Steve Racer on accident in like one of the earlier episodes, and I was like, man, that's really funny. And then, uh, yeah, I get to say it now because apparently nobody actually said it. It was in my own head cannon. I think I just speed wanted to bring jobs. up Steve Racer because I like the idea so much. That's what
0: I'm really excited because that's another one. <laughs> that's
2: speed Jobs it. too. Speed, speed <laughs>
0: Jobs is good.
3: That's a good one, Alex. Yeah.
2: No, I yeah I haven't seen either movie. Um, that's the main thing. Most of the matchups I've seen at least one of the movies. So I think that's one of the few ones remaining, if not the only one remaining that I haven't seen either. So yeah, looking forward to that.
3: Yeah, those are rare treats, because I, I was just telling Kyle, Kyle's pick. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I I haven't seen either of those movies. I'm excited.
1: A lot of these, for me, are I haven't seen either. Yeah, um, same. So, I'm glad you picked that, Ryan, because I was torn between that or the pick I'm going to give. Yes, because I'm so excited for Speed Racer. But my, <laughs> my most anticipated one is Apollo 11 and Moon, because it's another one of those, like, Donnie Darko going Back to the Future, yeah. where it works so perfectly. But, like... They're different, and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah,
2: it, It's funny you say that, because when I saw that matchup, I think when we did this the last time, that was one of my most anticipated, besides Donnie Darko Back to the Future, which did happen. Um, but yeah, Moon, Apollo 11. I thought Apollo 11 was the Tom Hanks one. That is Apollo 13, 13. that I was thinking of. Apollo and 11 so I have, is a documentary, I, seen... I think yeah, produced I by CNN. So I'm, yeah, wow. I'm looking forward to that
3: one. I like space. Wait, it's a documentary. I thought it was the one about the crabs in space.
2: Crabs, crabs. <laughs> I think that's Apollo eighteen. <laughs> yeah, that's Apollo eighteen.
3: <laughs>
2: I didn't see that.
3: Which was, which was a mock. It was like a fake documentary. Like it yeah, was, yeah, uh, I remember like Blair it. Blair Witch style, I remember but it, was... it.
1: Was it good? Uh, I should. They go to the no, dark side. It was about like moon crabs. I mean it's based well, on a true story, so you can't laugh all that much.
2: If there's anything that cinema has taught me, that's that big crabs are always funny, so
3: What was okay, here's the crazy thing though, is that movie came out like within spitting distance of um Pirates of the Caribbean three, which also had stone a crab
0: prominent net. crab feature
2: what did
3: i tell you it's always so, funny it was it was one of those moments where it's like why would you like why would you not like feel like this would just be fucking a joke to people put that up there
1: with ants and the and a bug's life coming out in the same year and uh the prestige and the illusionist coming
3: out in the same year yeah. <laughs> white house down and angel has fallen I think I'm I think I'm putting uh, Apollo eighteen on my perspective no. bad movie list oh. uh for for if we do that. I've got like I've got a list of like five movies so far. I can't um, think and, of any potential bad movies. I
1: can't think of any besides the Zack Snyder zombie one.
3: Oh, oh I've Army got I've dead. got some oh, that movie Army sucks. of the Dead. Dude I mean, apparently I've got, that I've that got some real bad ones. Everybody oh, apparently
0: everybody cool that was natural movie. That was a natural oh, Snyder, Snyder, Snyder That was a natural <laughs> Snyder reference. <laughs> <Snyder laughs>
2: praise zaddy zaddy we did it we did it we met our quota you can feed us now oh if
0: they had us in the first half i'm not gonna lie but he always pulls through he does
2: i know his blaspheme against the the keynote that is harvey of the dead but we did it
1: real quick real quick the prequel that just came out on netflix of the the lockpicking guy apparently was pretty good oh it's out
2: no,
3: yeah, it's I disagree. No, There's yeah. no way that's no way. good.
2: No is way. it Zack movie? There's still? no way on earth. No, it's I don't directed think it's, no, by it's the lock picking guy. I've never seen oh, yeah, a yeah, single Zack Snyder movie that I actually like. So if it, if he it's makes another it's directed by
3: the lock picking from Skyrim. Ryan, what yep. the fuck did you just say?
2: <laughs> I guys, jokes aside, I hate Zack Snyder's movies. He makes, t- I hate his movies. Kyle, I I I've like never heard movie.
0: a more I immediately motion to remove Ryan from Kino Clash. All in favor, say aye. Yeah, call Christian.
3: (laughs) Call Christian.
2: (laughs) Aye. Wait a second, guy. There's
3: an... Open up! Open up!
1: (laughs) 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 When Zack Snyder's bad, he's bad. But some of his movies are pretty good. Batman v Superman's not as bad. Justice League the Snyder Cut's pretty good. Watchmen's pretty good.
3: Second oh, on, yeah. all <laughs> I yeah. um, I on all say, counts. I disagree. I would say I would say that I would say that the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut is just a fun movie to watch. I I can't I like that movie. Watching that with you, Kyle, and then doing the 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 green apple shot when <laughs> Martian Manhunter showed up, just the best fucking experience <laughs> of, of a movie God. ever. And you, wincing, and and me having to beg you to do this shot. Just so good. (laughs) Perfect movie. It's time to to spin spin the wheel. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so
2: we got our
1: matchups. Spin the wheel of mythicality. Spin it. All
2: right. Uh, Yeah, we all went right. Yeah. Okay. All right. 1 to 26. Hitting go right now. All right. I feel like we've gotten five like a million different times. Do we want to re-roll it or just do five again? That's the luck of the draw. We go with five. We've Wait, gotten, have five gotten five in like five three. Five a million five. times? I think we've gotten five like three or four episodes. I don't. This number. Nope, no, Nope.
0: I want five. I want five. I want fucking five, baby. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm I, right, no I think now that's I David Copperfield versus
2: Push. Uh, yeah. Yeah. David oh, Copperfield, I'm up it, again. what is it—the the, the personal uh, transgressions and history and story <laughs> and, <laughs> and mythicality of the one David Copperfield? What's that movie called? <laughs> it, it, I will pull up
0: the official title. Oh, oh, I am <laughs> jazzed,
2: baby. I I just wrote Copperfield on the bracket because that movie title is yeah, um, so awfully long. And <laughs> I'm pulling and it. Everyone's up. gonna be reading. It is uh, another by Brendan Sapphire. V.
0: Kyle matchup.
3: Goodness These are vicious. Geez.
0: Our matchups are not vicious. Our matchups
1: are very They're soft.
3: vicious. They're bloody. They're, they're bruising. No, the bloodiest
1: no. one was the one with Alien, because Ryan got passionate. Oh, yeah. That was an <laughs> angry episode. It I, is the personal history of for both okay, of those.
0: Yeah. Um, the matchup is 14 seed, Push, a Brendan Campbell pick, versus 3 seed, the personal history of David Copperfield. My own pick.
1: Um the way it's you great. said a Brendan pick is like Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I know, it's like I made it. <laughs> well I was no, gonna say a was... Brendan movie,
2: but I'd, yeah. I think actually uh this is the only other matchup <laughs> that I haven't seen either movie besides uh Steve Racer, so
3: I'm so excited for Steve Racer. Oh. i'm excited for push the push is a legitimately good chris evans movie which those were those are few and far between at chris this hemsworth point. right well the chris evans no evans evans oh which one's the one? good actor
1: actually chris hemsworth in the racing movie it has a name similar to uh rush the Push black hat <laughs> what was it called it's rush Rush. Okay, so you understand my confusion there? Yes, yeah,
0: so, uh, you switch a letter and then words can change. It's incredible.
1: Honestly, you vision. add a stick to the letter P and it's Rush. <laughs> Wait a second.
2: I thought Thor of the Dark World was in this bracket. I it
0: anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, Ryan, you haven't seen either. Alex, I'm assuming you nope. haven't seen either. Correct.
2: And then I
0: haven't seen Push. Have seen either? I haven't seen Push,
2: but I have seen Copperfield. <laughs> No, he, Kyle picked Copperfield on a whim. He's <laughs> like, "That yeah, looks good."
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I feel like I feel like I should have done that. I feel like I should have thrown a movie, and that I just no, had no, no that would have defeated like, the purpose. <laughs> you haven't seen David Copperfield still, right, Brendan? I have not. Okay. Yeah. So So
2: pushes the lower seed. Is that right? <sighs> yes. That's
3: true. You guys you
0: guys okay, want to go for a two first. for this Saturday? You want to get them both out of the way? I'm stoked. Oof. I want to watch David Copperfield as soon as possible. I've wanted to watch this movie so much since we started this bracket, but I'm trying not to watch any of the ones on it. Um, So I am stoked, and I'm going to be crushed if anybody has a single negative thing to say about this movie. I will not be
1: <laughs> emotionally ready. Doesn't Brendan, Brendan like it, right? Brendan hasn't seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it. I think Waldo Pepper was what I'm thinking of, where he had.
3: Yeah, I just hate Dev Patel. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, this will be
2: my second Dev Patel movie, I think, because I've only seen The Green Knight with him. Was or that good? Or, have I you watch seen it. the? It's I good. really like The Green it's- Knight, but I think yeah, it was a it's little decent. divisive.
3: Um, have you seen The Newsroom? Nope. You should. <laughs> I should. I th- I think you'll appreciate it for the same reason I appreciate it, which is not because it's good. <laughs> the Rhino doesn't watch
2: TV. Oh, it's a TV show.
3: It's an HBO limited series. Uh, yeah, no, Kyle's right. I don't
2: really watch TV shows. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll give you, you the wanna... same
3: answer I give everybody. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, can you can you sign us out? Yeah, no, I guess we should probably. Oh, yeah, uh, this
2: is the end of the episode.
3: Um, yeah, this is your this is your uh, your domain.
2: I don't know. Are there any common themes? We got we got planes and uh, oh the the this is the Great Plains episode, right? <laughs> oh. oh, that's that's good. That's good. My right wit there, knows baby. no bounds. I'm going to end it at that. My wit knows no. Worldly bounds. Take a, take take good care of yourselves, Kino Clashers. The Kino Boys are going to be back next time with another exciting debate. Bye. <laughs> All right. Amazing every time.